Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and I will be your host today. Alongside me, I have Shay. What is going on, everybody? <laughs> it was a bit of a delay. He's not really next to you or side you. He's I said across next from, to me. He's, he's not next to you. He's across from you. He's still. But, but to the audience, I'm on, their, I'm on the right channel. I'm going to pan Shay's audio to the right and I'm going to be on the left yeah, side. So Where all the passengers be? can hear. You're, I'm just going to mute your <laughs> mic. <laughs> You're like back, back left speaker. Uh, oh, I'm surrounded. And the <laughs> uncle from man himself, Anthony. Because you seem to think that I was the man from Uncle, so you're gonna be the uncle. So wait, from man. he's from you? He's the uncle from Man. <laughs> so you birthed Anthony. Yeah, eh? I did. Your My son. joke was so much better. Was it Anthony? Like this made me depressed. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Both of yours depressed me. No. Yeah. yeah. Yours. Yours when was you so said, no, yours out of fields. Really, I was no, responding to your the, joke. The whole Russian thing. What Russian thing, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So, so honestly, yes, that is that that's that is good. I will I won't. Am I, I Russian? Remember the Russian comment from the sports movies? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you got hacked by the Russians and yeah, now yeah. all your information is leaked. Right, 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 so, right. So Anthony's joke was definitely a lot more uh, there's a lot more steps involved. Right. Uh yours required no I think, steps. I think yours you were talking about the Russian thing afterwards though. Yeah, but we That me, that was me, that was me and you trying to piece it together and me Anthony and Shay talked about this before. Was it though? Or yeah, did you did. say that your joke was because I liked Henry Cavill? I think that's as deep as your joke but went. But you did you week. did pick the movie that no one knows. Yo, that's typical Russian dog. Who are you? <laughs> I don't have to wear a mask to be Russian though. <laughs> no As always, this is the movie podcast. You could catch a brand new episode every single week on Mondays across all your podcast on services on Mondays always on Mondays now has to be mm. early Monday morning you'll get it yeah when you're when you're least expecting it it'll be on your phone waiting for you mm. uh, if you want to be part of the show write in at this time slash talk and you could send us your comments suggestions and your reviews and we'd love to read them here on the show and corrections and corrections but you know what no one's given us a correction yet I, I have a correction though. yeah you did I left corrections out because Really? Do we need them? I, I know. So well, what I'm going to correct our, yeah. us. Correct, correct us. I'm going to correct me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> last week, we said that they changed the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie title. We then later found out that it was just how theaters, how were theaters are doing it, replacing right. it, but the title of the film still stays the same. So I'm going to correct us on that. But was it really a correction, though, Daniel? I think it was more of a, a footnote. A footnote, you know what I mean? More of like a well, that's a I misstep. think mis- miscommunication on all parts. Yeah, I mean, um, and it doesn't help the movie that like, nah, it's changed, but it's really not changed. Yeah. They're doing it just for uh, search engine optimization. But that was reasons. the opportunity for fans to correct us, and y'all, y'all, y'all missed, missed it. it. Y'all missed it. <laughs> I think it's just us that that listen. I mean, we only get three listens uh, an episode, but it's you true. don't even listen. So who's the third person? That's I what I'm trying know. to figure out. There's somebody out there, right? It's the man with the black mask. He was a man from Uncle, <laughs> a Russian. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, we don't have any write-in. Um, we don't have anything for the mailbag this week. Uh, mm. But please, I encourage you, if you want to be part of the show, please do so. Also, if you can, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps us a lot with discoverability and getting the show out there so we can continue doing this and keeping the lights on. See, Gentlemen, I think it's time to get into the news. I took yeah, a really deep breath in that one. Too. Did, I, I, know. Was, yeah. I was, like, I was, I was like, going deep sea diving. Oh, okay. We got five news stories on the agenda for this week, starting with probably the most exciting for me personally. I'm going to let you guys decide which one is the most for you. But 
Robert Pattinson's Batman suit revealed by director Matt Reeves. This is coming from Adam B. Vary of Variety. Director Matt Reeves revealed the first look at Robert Pattinson's Batman in his upcoming The Batman. In the new footage set to an ominous score from composer Michael Giacchino, Pattinson steps into a dark frame saturated in red light as a sleek and angular Batman suit slowly comes into focus. Interesting. The Batman is set to debut in theaters June 25th, 2021. Do you think this is his theme song? Like his his anthem? It's, this it's definitely part of the score. Because uh, Matt Reeves... Um, well, Michael Giacchino was tweeting about this. And Matt Reeves is saying, we can't wait for everybody to hear all of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this is something connected to either the main theme or at least Michael starting to play around with the score because nice. it's still it's still pretty early it's to still a year out, so. to score the movie but i think he's just trying to figure out mm. what it's going to sound like mm-hmm. but yeah mm. gentlemen what are you, what are your takes on the suits interesting he looks a lot thinner he looks like a thin tapered armored bat suit yeah yeah that's what it that's what i got from it uh i think one of the coolest relevations that we found from yesterday um, going around Twitter is that people were saying that the bat symbol itself looked like to be, people were saying, is that like a batarang? It's some type of metal material. Right, right, right. But upon further inspection, it appears that it is a gun and people are speculating that this gun in the bat logo could be the very gun that was used to kill his parents. And now he's wearing that as a symbol. What do you guys think about that? That's very cool. I think that's a, it's a cool statement. It's also something that hasn't been done in the movies yet. That's yeah, gnarly, man. So yeah. I'm down for it. I mean, I like the suit. I think the the vibes that I got from that you, video were Daredevil. Yes, it's yeah. Daredevil. Especially yeah. without seeing the the full cowl, right? I agree. Do you think, and the red. You think like that that gun comes out to make a real gun? And, <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just like, no. He's a different Batman. Oh my god, no detective work at all. He's, he's like, like I first, shoot ask you. questions later kind Jeez. of thing. What I liked about it was it, he has. His his cape is now like, a, it's like a collar system yeah. where it's like separated from the suit in a sense. So it sits. You can take on. it off. Yeah, it looks like you can take it off, and he has like a collar now on his neck. I believe because he's a, he's a minister now too. So <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you were reading a breakdown of it earlier, like from from the, from the different um, inspirations that the yeah, suit's so coming from. Yeah, so they said the collar came from. Um, uh, Mike Mignola's uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, Gotham by Gaslight. That's the um, one. That's a good one. Then there was like a Jim Lee and a bunch of other yeah. um, artists that kind of have similar looks yeah. to what this costume has. It feels very like the plates of the suit look like they move and everything too. So it reminds me a lot of like if you've ever played the Batman Arkham games, especially yes. like the yeah. the shoulder pads and everything. It looks very like armor like interlocking with each other too, like this yeah. me- almost mechanical armor. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm digging but, it. But he looks like a thinner Batman. He does. Yeah, he looks like like I said, a trimmed down, lean Batman. It's kind of a nice. Doesn't look um, bulky, but it's kind of a nice change of pace. Because I always felt like even Christian Bale's Batman was kind of thin in a way, but like he he had muscle on him, but he wasn't jacked like yeah. Affleck was. For yeah, example. he was very. Uh, Christian Bale was a lot bigger, I think, in Batman Begins. Yes, because his suit. They literally like yeah. we're calling like he gained so much weight because he just finished doing the machinist, so he was yeah. really bulky. Yeah, and yeah. then in Dark Knight and Rises, I think they got him a lot more slender. He but he looked he looked down. very he was very toned still, yeah. but it wasn't like the hulking mass no. that Ben Affleck looked. But like. I also think that like with Robert Pattinson, we're just gonna have to see what kind of happens down the road because obviously he's always still working out and everything as well for sure while the movie's being filmed. So mm. I mean, we got some time. Yeah, I w- I was saying to Daniel. 
when you when you picture Batman in the comics, it looks so he looks so good. Like it's it's you know man in a bat suit. But when you yeah. make it in real life, it you always think, oh my god, this is just a real person in a bat suit. So yeah. you right. have to like. It's not just about making the suit. It's about shading it. It's about creating that environment for right. the suit to live in. So it creates this, um, let's say, chemistry with the screen. Right. Yeah. And it, it's so important to have like a like a a proper, not cartoonish looking suit. Right. Because if you look at Captain America's suit in the beginning, first Avenger, and then you look at like Winter Soldier, it's a different suit. It's a better suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's dark. It's gritty. It's so, you know, it's always hard to recreate these comic book looking costumes right. to to real life because it's always, you know, funny looking. Yeah. And also in the movies, they always take inspirations from all the different Batman um, material that's out there, whether it's the video games, comic books, TV shows or whatever, like fan art. And then someone has to eventually kind of combine that or really come up with their own unique and individual idea. So it's always nice how they do it. And every time a Batman suit comes out, everyone will hate it for some reason or people will really spew venom at it. And I don't really understand why that happens. It's not your suit. I mean, you just have to go watch the damn movie and make that case for yourself. Right. But you're also basing this off like a 40-second video that was red mostly. Right. And it was a a camera test at the end. It was a camera test. Wonder wonder why they used red. I th- I think it looked like it looked very cool because like a Batman suit is always gonna look awkward. I think in daylight. Yes. I think when I when I think back to Justice League, and I think the way like because they scenes that were supposed to be at night in that movie they made it during the day. So seeing Ben Affleck suit during like lighter scenes, yeah. it always looked kind of like awkward, especially against like the crappy green screen and stuff that they did in that movie. Um, but when you see Ben Affleck suit in Batman vs Superman. It looks so cool because the lighting and everything is meant to highlight that suit, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just wondering, like, when I think back to even Dark Knight, Dark Knight had a very bluish tone to it. Uh, Batman Begins had a very like orange and brown uh, filter to it, and I'm just I'm just curious, like, if the main kind of color grading of this movie is going to incorporate maybe more reds it reminds me of batman year one the comic book because that is a very kind of red maybe like a red orange i guess because like maybe long halloween as yeah. well you know you gotta think about you know? these things um and again this is like from what we've heard this is going to be a batman just in his second year or a very early batman still so yeah, still in training you know? still yeah. he's still going to be developing that suit there's no way at the end of the day Batman and these movies, they sell so many toys. They're not just going to keep him one one variation of the Hell suit. No. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen. He's going to have one where guns do come out of that chest. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool. It's going to be like, if he's like giant, giant rocket takes, launcher. Takes out this, this gun out of his chest yeah. and starts I count shooting six shots, Batman. <laughs> I count two guns, felon. <laughs> he calls all those guys felons. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. Again, I was not expecting for us to get anything until Comic-Con. Yeah, that, like as a reveal or anything. So, usually, I think Warner Brothers is doing this because now that they're shooting this movie, there's Especially a lot outside. As outside, well. there's more of an opportunity for the suit to leak. Yeah, and I think they wanted to come in front of it. I right? think there'll be a trailer by the end of the year. Oh, easily. Oh, end of the year. Yeah, for end sure. of the year. I think for sure. by the end of the month. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> I was. What, what, I say Comic Con February, right? I think Comic Con July. Even though it's a year, it's eleven months soon. Mm. They, Shay and I were talking like Justice League. They did. Um, they literally did Justice League 
a year and a half before mm. the movie came out and suicide squad was a month a year and a bit mm. before it came out so they they put that comic-con footage out there so yeah i i could see them wanting to to kind of wet our beaks sooner with that i don't like that term no wet our cowls with that one a little mm. bit more. yeah that okay. that's weird i mean that's the, I like that's the saying wet our ears with it i don't, I don't want to wet my ears man <laughs> have you ever had water in your ears it's an awful <laughs> it's the experience. worst feeling man your equilibrium all off <laughs> Trying to think of other Batman. How could you? How else can we wet on Batman? Oh, what? His, his eyes. Uh, we could. He could wet his batarang a little bit. <laughs> uh, is that an innuendo? It could be. It might be. I was gonna say he L- could. Let uh, our fans decide. <laughs> he could uh, drown himself in the blood of his dead parents. On the oh floor. my god! Is that too dark? That, let's wow! Get the next story, That's man. too let's dark. Get we gotta get story. out of this one, guys. Come on. Number two on the news this week. Speak of dead parents. Uh, Billy Eilish unveils the No Time to Die Bond title track. This is com- coming from Aaron Couch of The Hollywood Reporter. Billy Eilish has shared her fir- her piece of the Bond history with the Grammy winner's track No Time to Die that debuted on Thursday. Um, Eilish, who is 18, is the youngest artist to write and record a 007 theme. Her and her brother Phineas produced a song with Stephen Lipson. It is. It features orchestral arrangements by No Time to Die composer Hans Zimmer and Matt Dunkley, as well as guitar from Johnny Marr, who is the guitarist and songwriter from The Smiths. Um, no Time to Die opens on April 10th. Uh, guys, what are your what are your thoughts on the song? So this song dropped yesterday, and I think all the wind got sucked out of it because the Batman super reveal happened literally the hour before. Um, what do you guys think of the song? Meh. You guys are drinking water at the same time. <laughs> I, th- I, I thought you were going to say more. That's all. Oh, I thought you had like, like, I'm not, like, not oh, a syllable. I'll give <laughs> Anthony some time for this one. Meh. That's it, eh? That's it, eh? That's all just, you got? It just, yeah, it just felt like like a a safe James Bond song. It didn't, wasn't interesting. Like you said, it was it was just the generic James Bond. Yeah, like a very like if ballad. It, yeah. We listened to it in the car when we were driving back from watching Sonic, which we'll review in a bit. Um, and I remember we were like, oh, we we're so hyped. So we we're like, okay, let's just put this on. So we hit play and we're driving and we're, it was luckily a slow drive. So we're just like, okay, and any, any minute now it's going to, it's just going to kick in with something or it's going to, okay, any, any minute, any, no, and the song's done. Yeah. And that's literally it, the, the it just ride. It didn't feel like a Billie Eilish type of song. It right. just felt like a James Bond song. But it wasn't... I felt like Billie Eilish trying to make a James Bond Yeah, like it didn't have her signature on it. Right. And I mean, like, we we spoke about this a few weeks ago when they announced that she was going to be doing the Bond song. We're like, wow, like, she has such a unique style. She's the most non-mainstreamish sounding artist. And she has such a cool production. She can bring something to this. You know? And uh, she could sing. And we hear her. She hits some great uh, highs in this song with her voice. But I think it was almost like a wasted opportunity for them to really try and do something very different with this Bond song. And I maybe because when she was announced, that's what we were anticipating was something totally different. And then we got something that we kind of been getting the last few Bond songs, right? But it's also, it's also just too slow for me. Like yeah. to the point where I'm trying to think of the title sequence happening and I'm just like, I wouldn't, I couldn't wait for the movie to start at this point. Cause the song is really dragging it. Right. Like you just, you just want it to hit. And I think they could have gone bigger with it. And instead mm. of just kind of, it just it's like it's passable but it's not like it's not anything like it's not it's, mem- not, it's, not, it's not skyfall skyfall hits so hard it's not memorable at all um, I mean, no. I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, it's probably my least favorite bond song right. like if you look at the last we'll say five movies 
Bond, so yeah, well, like, like die, die Another Day. Oh, yeah. Madonna. Awful song. Awful song. <laughs> uh, but I like it more than yes. this. Yeah. Uh, Casino Royale, Chris uh, Cornell. Great, great song. Great yeah. song. Um, Another Way to Die, Jack White and Alicia Keys. Yeah. I don't remember that song. It's not very memorable, but I listened to it again recently and I was like, I like it better than this. Yeah. And then, and then Sk- you got and then Skyfall, you, Adele, which is uh, Skyfall, giant song. Sam Smith, which is uh, Writings on the Wall, and then Billie Eilish. Which Adele, Sam Smith, they have a similar, it's a ballad type of yeah. right. song. And then this is just another one that just kind of like, it feels like they're, she was just trying to do what was done before instead of kind of make her own path with exactly. it. Exactly. Garbage did a Bond song too. Oh, dude, I thought the you were calling garbage. this song. I was like, man, dude, yeah, like, dude relax. Dark, that was man. The World Is Not Enough. Um, but yeah. yeah. It like, was like, like her, her singing is, like she's a great singer, you can tell, yeah. and she really, you can hear her tones that she's trying to get across, but... The song just overall is yeah, yeah. It just it just it's just a straight line throughout. It, There's no. I it's think they, not. Yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's your brother. He produced it, right? He's the producer on it. Yeah. Well, I just I just made again. We don't know if they maybe they did want to get weirder with it, and then the studio's like, "No, we need a classic Bond song here." Then I wouldn't have hired Billy Eilish. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Then, so right? I don't think it's a studio. I wish they I, wouldn't hire her. If now. if that was our choice, and I was like, okay, you're making a Bond song. You know what Bond songs sound like. But we want you to do something that's never been done before for Bond song. Who would you pick right now? I would. I'm, I'm not upset Eilish. that she was picked. I just yeah, wish that I, she did her thing with it. I've been know? okay with Billie Eilish. Okay, honestly. so let's ex Billie Eilish. Let's yeah. say who else could have who, been? Who else would you have wanted? Three Six Mafia. Hundred yes. percent. Three Six Mafia. Yeah. They they won an Oscar Coming for back hard, that I, second Oscar, hard I Hear for a Pimp. It's, it's hard I hear for an agent. You know, it's how uh, he for oh, an agent uh, shoots people daddy. all the yeah. time, gets on your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Uh, maybe you shouldn't do the lyrics though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think who else would be. Uh, like John I Legend. Think, I would think John Legend would be great. John at, Legend would be cool too. If they want to bring a band that's kind of weird, funky, but still good, Tame Impala. Ooh, that'd have been that'd a be very cool, cool funky yeah. style. Yeah, but it'd be two funky songs. But the thing is, like. I think they would have done something really cool. Kevin Parker is a you know very interesting musician. He partners yeah. with a lot of great artists. That would have been a really crazy song too, in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, and it would have also had classical elements to it too. Khalid yeah. would have been good. Khalid. Khalid. Yeah. yeah, I love I love Khalid, but I don't know Bond song maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean uh, Michael Kiwanakua. Who? Michael Ki Wanakua. Who's that? Yeah, he's an artist. What song has he done that um, I've heard? He did the the theme song. Well, he didn't do the theme song because it was one of his other songs. But um, for uh, Pretty Little Lies or Big Little Lies, sorry, Big Little Lies, the one with the Nicole Kidman the HBO, HBO series. series. So that that and in- intro, yeah, is his song. So, but is he is he is is it like a singing song or is it a? It's a singing a song. Yeah, he's like a soul. Oh, uh, got you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think of artists from today that would do a dope Bond song. Like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to think. Like again, like I like Billy Eilish was a, was a really unique choice. I yeah. just wish that she got to do a bit more. Uh, do you know what's a unique. dope movie song that just came out? Which one? The Sonic song. <laughs> it's so good. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, speed me up. 
Yeah. It's been very yeah. good. You guys want to listen to good music? Go listen to Speed Me Up with you Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Imagine like Eminem gets the, the are you just Are you just, are, you dro- are we getting sponsored by them? Are you dropping their song? Oh, you know who I'd want to do the Bond song? <laughs> Daniel. You know who I want to do the Bond song right Meek now? Mill. Daniel. Daniel. The was Daniel was. I, yeah, I was. I just looked at the weekend and I thought about it. Do a dope. I Bond literally song. was just thinking about the weekend too right yeah. now. And I'm it'll, like, be, it'll sound like the weekend. But it would. But he would still make a banger track though. He would make a banger track. Yeah, my vote is on Tim Impala. I would love to see them do. I want to see Kanye West do. No, why? I love Kanye, but no. Why? It's just weird. Why? He's thinking about himself. He'd make it about like I'm a better agent than you. And he already did the Mission Impossible three song. Yeah, actually, he did. He did. did. That's a that song is a banger. Him and (laughs) Twista did did the Mission Impossible three song. Yeah, I've been waiting. You know that song? Oh yes, yes. It's impossible. Oh man, I forgot about that. But see, Diamonds Are Forever feels like a James Bond song. I don't want to yeah. hear that bull. You know that? That's a great song. I'm going to keep singing it now. Yeah, I don't you know. You just keep stopping it. It would make a good James Bond song. Uh, Mr. James Bond himself, Daniel. That's Wait, it. how many people is he? I'm He's everyone. from Uncle James Bond. I'm anyone you want. I'm, 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 I'm all these. I'm all these agents as well too. <laughs> I'm going to be Jack spy. Bauer next week. No, no, no you'll never be you'll Jack. Never be like, no one could be Jack Bauer. I, I'm Jack Bauer. Can you? No, Jack Bauer would kill you. Yeah, he'd kill you. No, not from that. <laughs> <laughs> like, would he what you, kill me? Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm a what little, if he caught I'd, him? I'd be a nah, little bit dead. Nah. Nah, if I smelt him, I'd, I know he's behind me. <laughs> Continuing on with the news this week, our last three stories are all pretty Disney-focused, so we'll make our way through these here. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, Emilio Estevez, is to reprise his role in a Disney Plus TV series. Emilio! Emilio! Le- this is coming from Leslie Goldberg of The Hollywood Reporter. Coach Gordon Bombay. Will report <laughs> named after two b- gin bottles, two brands of gin. <laughs> will report back to the Mighty Ducks. Emilio Estevez has officially closed the deal to return to the Mighty Ducks, the newly announced ten episode scripted comedy series coming later this year to Disney Plus. Estevez will be credit- credited as executive producer on the project, which also stars Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls and Good Boys Breakout Brady Noon. He's the one from Good Boys who has like the spiky black hair. Mm. Yeah, um, he looks f- chubby. Emilio or the kid from Emilio. Good Boys. You know who's not in this one. He looks good though. I saw a picture of him he, when they posted the, the yeah, picture. He, he looked, looked good. He looked pretty good. You know who's not in this one? The Goldberg. The, yes, the yeah, Goldberg. Goldberg's on this one. Oh boy. Uh, no. Rough pass. Rough. 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 The series is actually called Once a Duck, Always a Duck. Do you think, what's his name, Joshua Jackson think, shows up? Do you think, I, I think they'll get everybody in some type of cameo. Do you think that's autocorrect, though? What's autocorrect? Once a duck, always a duck. I hope so. <laughs> Once a duck, always. <laughs> Damn, Disney like Plus one, is eh? getting that already. You like that one, That was eh? a good one. That was a, that was a joke of the day. Goes to shame. Hey. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool to see them. Again, I love the Mighty Ducks. I love all of them. Three is not a good movie, but it's still fun. And I'm going to say that. You can say that. I'm st- I love one I know two. one more person who will, who will agree with you on of that. Of course. You don't think number three is fun at all? You I, hate number three? I don't hate number three. I can't, I can't hate something. Hate, right. hate is something I don't remember so three. Three is the three, one where they fired yeah. him? They're in like high school three, I sk- or no, college. college. Yeah, three college, I skip yeah. a lot. And when I say skip, I mean that one. Is that, one, is that two, the one where they fire Emilio? Well, that's the one where Emilio... Well, he's not is, in it as much. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, he went off to go play in the pros yeah. when he's like 40-something years old. Oh, Shakira would do a good Bond song. Sorry. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, like, Shakira's in the Mighty Ducks? Shakira would do a good one, too. She, Shakira would play Shakira, a really Shakira. great hockey player. Yeah. Yeah, she would do a good hockey player, too. Yeah. She'd do a good <laughs> Mighty Ducks theme song. Dude, her and <laughs> <laughs> She'll do the tongue thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
her uh, her and JLo doing a Bond song would be nah, pretty dope. Just Shakira. Just JLo on the pole would be great for a James Bond song. Yeah, that's probably going to be in the she title might be, sequence. Like, in the title she doesn't have to sing. Yeah. Just be a pole. Um, she could be the pole. <laughs> are you guys excited about more Mighty Ducks? Of course. Yes. I love the I love the Mighty Ducks. But I want more serious like issues. You know like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want. Like, I want to, you want to find out what's going on with Goldberg? Eh? James Bond. <laughs> I want a a Mighty Ducks that talks about performance enhancing drugs. Wow. Ooh. I want a Mighty Ducks that finally acknowledges can- Canada. <laughs> oh my God! Man. Like, yeah. Hey, what about that? Is the number one threat to the state. What about that? What about that other hockey team? Oh, what Pakistan? No, why not? Dude, they face. I think they face like South Korea in it as well. Like, yeah. where's Canada in all this? Here's Haiti again. Haiti. The, the, no, that was that was North Korea. Oh God, it was fit. North Korea. Yeah. Well, isn't the first Mighty Ducks movie takes place in Minnesota, does it not? Yes. And then the rest of them are like in California? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, we so, we're in California so, now. So much better. Yeah. Uh, but dude, the way is number two that starts with them all rollerblading, getting the, ga- and the game back together, right? Uh, Minnesotans are always considered Canadians. because they're, they're, they're attached, act- they're they're attached, attached to us. To us. Yeah. So how could they also, mess they always up? have like weird crimes happen there. Like Fargo. Well, that's Florida mostly. I mean, it's the states in general. Yeah, well, I'm states. sorry. If sorry to our listeners in the states. No, we, we love, you. love you. We love you. We feel we're here for you. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this, and I like that it's going to be a series, not a movie. It's, I think it's cool. Like we're going to get ten episodes on. Yeah, that's smart. Do you Ducks, think um, Bombay has a kid? I think so. Yeah, and, he, and they're playing. He names it Tangeray or something. <laughs> <laughs> Another gin name. <laughs> Aperol Spritz. Is, I'm on fire. Is my daughter Sapphire? <laughs> Uh, oh, Aperol man. spritz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this. I'm glad, and it's coming this year, so we won't have too long to wait for it. Um, before we go to our next story, I think we should just do a quick quack in celebration of this. Sounds good. So we're just going to do a quack, just one quack on three. Okay, we're going to three, two, one quack. Okay, all right, three, two, one quack. I'm just glad we we did that. We're in we did that too. quack. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah, we couldn't just do one. And everyone turned off this podcast. Moving on in the news, Rick Moranis closes a deal to return to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise with Shrunk at Disney. Again, another classic franchise coming back. This is coming from Anthony D'Alessandro of Deadline. I don't remember reporting. You broke this news? I write? Rick Moranis, the SCTV, or Second City TV alum, and comedy star of such shits as Ghostbusters, The Flintstones, Spaceballs, and Parenthood, has closed a deal to return to the next Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel, Shrunk. The movie will be made for the theatrical side, not Disney+. As previously reported, the pick's original director, Joe Johnston, will be back, with Josh Gad also starring. The movie centers on Gad's character, who is the son of Moranis' Wayne Zielinski, and is, who is aspiring to be a great scientist like his father, but accidentally shrunk the kids. So it's very much in the same vein as a lot of these movies that are kind of like a direct sequel to one mm-hmm. where they're kind of doing the same thing, but with a new generation. Yeah. Uh, are you guys fans of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Love Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. I didn't realize that Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, which weirdly enough was my favorite one out of all of yeah. them, was a direct to DVD. Yes. I didn't realize that uh, it was in theaters because no. I remember renting it all the time. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize it was direct to, to VHS. Yeah, they did what I think three of them. Yeah, I believe the honey, third one. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, we blew ourselves up. Honey, honey, I blew up the kid. <laughs> honey, I blew up the kid. Yeah, uh, name that name wouldn't fly now. No, and then honey, we shrunk ourselves. Yeah, yeah. 
I then would... there was a TV show as well. Do you guys watch a show at all? Yes, yeah, all the time. Watch a show too. It's not yeah. on Disney Plus yet. No, no weird, I right? Watch the shows. Um, no, he didn't. It was great. Did yeah. you like the movie, though, Anthony? Yes, I did. Yeah, um, I grew up with them. Yeah, it was like kind of my time period when I was uh, a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I just didn't. I never liked the insect parts with the oh. ants. Yeah, scary. I didn't very, like them. very creepy. They, not creepy. They, they always look wet. It was yeah. weird. They were glistening all. Yeah, they were glistening. They were very. These movies were very unique for. Um, the practical effects that they would do in terms of like making the sets giants and like the crazy creatures mm. and insects that they had with it too. Like I remember like the scene with the daddy long legs and honey, I shrunk ourselves. I think that's what made me terrified of spiders. Maybe that was, the, That'll do it. that was my, the origin of my, I remember uh, uh, a Disney world used to have in Florida. They had a, like a honey, I shrunk the kids yeah. area. Is that where bugs life is now? It's all that's all pretty much gone now, right? Yeah, so it's where we were at for like Toy Story and like, yeah, yeah, all that area, yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was basically like that yeah, tall grass and everything, and then you'd go inside and there'd be like a gigantic ant there. And I remember going in there and just being scared as well, yeah, like it was the same feeling. I'm like, oh, why would this be here? This is not fun. <laughs> why would they do this? But it's good to see Rick Myers come yeah, back, that's and Canadian, awesome. Canadian as well, right? Canadian, yeah. I mean, when, when you think back to the 90s and the Canadian actors and comedians that we had, like Jim Carrey, Rick Moranis, um, John Candy, mm-hmm. uh, Eugene Levy, Keanu Reeves, uh, Keanu Reeves, <laughs> not Reeves a comedian, but, but he's, he's he, he makes me laugh. Um, the other one I'm thinking of, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? I'll get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's nice. I mean, well, Eugene Levy, you said right? Eugene Levy yeah, yeah. and oh my god, the Great Outdoors. What's his name? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. like all we're, these we're Canadian legends. The Home Alone mom. Yeah. Kathleen, oh, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, O'Hara like. These Canadian legends all coming from, like, SCTV and who went on yes. to do, like, amazing things. Like, that's so cool. It's surprising Rick Moranis because he retired from, from acting for... He wanted like, to be with his th- family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to be his family. Yeah, he's, it's, it's, he's, it's sad. His wife, did, his yeah, wife passed, passed away. Yeah, took care of his um, family. After they were only married for, like, five or six years. Yeah. And he took care of his family. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but good for him coming back. Like, I'm... I, I'm I feel like he was in so many movies he watched growing up. I used to watch him all the time in Spaceballs. Yeah. I watched Spaceballs so much. And him uh, playing Dark Helmet was just amazing. Do you think they'll ever do a new Spaceballs now? No. You don't I, think I, so? I feel like with parody films especially, they are, unless they're done right, they're not done anymore. I mean, the last, we had the last parody movie we had was Scary Movie. We had the last one. What was the one or how did the one that Marlon Wayans did? Oh, Haunted years House. Ago, Haunted House, yeah. Which was a parody. I think that was the last. Those like, were par- like the last parody. The parody yeah. ones that we had after Epic Movie. Yeah, and like all those. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I'm I'm really excited to see him coming back and um, hopefully he'll continue to do more roles because I think he was uh, he always he had that kind of everyman quality that you like. You mm-hmm. rooted for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Our last news story this week. Uh, a lot of nineties. <laughs> A lot of 90s Disney stories here. Aladdin 2 is in the works with flights and straight out of Compton Riders. This is coming from, of course, Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter. The live-action Aladdin is prepping for another round on the magic carpet. A sequel to the 2019 live-action remake of Aladdin is officially in the works at Disney, with the studio hiring Andrea Burloff, from, she wrote Straight Outta Compton, and John uh, Gattins, who wrote Flight, to map out the new plot for Aladdin 2. Guy Ritchie is returning to helm the sequel, which, according to reports, will follow an entirely new story inspired by 1001 Nights. Sorry to (laughs) return of Jafar fans. Will Smith and the rest of the cast are expected to return, although no details are set. Um, So that's the end of that article. So I went to Mena's uh, Twitter page to find out if he commented or responded to anybody, and he actually did. So he responded to somebody asking if he's going to be in this, 
And he said, let you know when I know, but if you know, let me know so I can let you all know. So I don't know if this is him just maybe being Quite coy right? because he can't say anything yet because it's not officially, like, I guess, out there in the wild. Like, Disney hasn't tweeted about this or anything, but I would expect him to be back. Yeah, I'd expect, hope, right? I would expect him to be back. I expected everyone to come back except Will Smith and Guy Ritchie. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But Will Smith is coming back. We don't, we don't know expect yet. it, but they, oh, don't okay. they don't know. I would I would hope. I mean I would hope they don't bring back Guy Ritchie. No like no offense to Guy Ritchie, just I think they need a new new direction because the film, while it was a financial success, yeah. I think their move that movie had some issues for sure. Oh for sure. Yeah, it's just a very again, kind of just it just didn't have an identity that you wanted. No, like, it, it was looked just very own, weird. Yeah. Set this, it was just all sets for some reason. Didn't feel like you were living in this world. Guy Ritchie was not the right choice for that. Right. Film. But do and, you think it's Guy Ritchie's fault or do you think it's Disney? Because you know how Disney controls a lot of the They movie. do, but it felt like a Guy Ritchie film. Because I thought why. the original plot for this Aladdin was taking place in London where it was, you know, Aladdin was a mm-hmm. British gangster who met this guy named Genie? You yeah, know, Genie yeah. from. They call him Gene, actually. They call yeah, him Gene in the streets of Sussex. <laughs> yeah. And they had to, they had they to just, take that lamp. They just didn't like that role. You know, they didn't like that <laughs> yeah. story. And then they, the gentleman was originally called Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. And they had to change it the last uh, minute. <laughs> but again, like after the gentleman just came out and I seeing how well Guy Ritchie does at making his movies of those, like of his own vision. Yeah. I was so happy to see that. Him coming back, I think. Again, maybe it's a contracting that he was he had a contract for a movie, but I just hope with a sequel, I'm glad they're not adapting Return the Return of Jafar. Yeah, I'm glad too. Um, but I'm hoping now that we spoke. I feel like we just spoke about this like two weeks ago about like Disney doing mm-hmm. remakes. Like I'm glad they're like just do something, tell a new story yeah. with Aladdin. Like I wonder why they chose Aladdin to it do just that made, sequel. Yeah, well, it made. Well, it made money well, for sure. We we thought it was like for a long time. We thought like the box office wasn't amazing for it then it just kind of i think it was domestic and made most of its money too it, it ended up doing really well yeah, it hit over a billion and will smith was my favorite part of that movie <clears throat> yeah um i would hope will smith comes back i would hope so too because if we look at the history of franchises that have lost will smith men in black the new one did not do well at the box office and it was a disaster a good movie independence day insurgents awful movie bomb at the box office and now we're looking at harley quinn birds of prey that's not doing super hot at the box office, and and also the Suicide Squad. Suicide out, but we Squad. don't know yet about that. Yeah, but like that's two movies that kind of Will Smith was directly attached to, but he's not in those now. Um, so I mean, he Will has Smith the star is, power. But he does, but sometimes well, most majority of his movies are always like pooty. His last. <laughs> you say pooty? Yeah, pooty, pooty, pooty shoe. Yeah, pooty <laughs> shoe. <laughs> mythic quest. For, for mythic quest. We'll get to that. We'll later. get there. We'll get there. Um. No, his last movie was good though. Yeah, but his two movies before but that like, weren't all his the, for <laughs> the past last fifteen. Movie, Gemini Man and Spies what in was Disguise. His last movie that we just saw. Bad Boys. That's Bad Boys. It. Bad yeah. Boys. Was Bad Boys really good. Was really yeah. good Thank movie. God he came back. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, no, his other films have been pooty, 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 pooty. for sure. <laughs> um, They've been one butthole out of everything. Right. That's, that's we, a bit the quest reference. Not, I'm not giving them zero buttholes. Zero buttholes. Damn. Um, again, we don't know when this movie will be coming. Hopefully, they'll be making some announcements soon. I can't see them really talking about this till maybe D twenty three in August. And the first one had such a long production cycle. I did. Like it finished shooting, and then like a year and a half later, the film came out. Yeah. So who knows what will happen with the sequel? I'm all for it. I want. I'm yeah. a big fan of Mena. Like 
I think he was great, man. I thought he was yeah. a great actor, and I think I want to see more from him. 100%. He looks like Aladdin. He like, does. He looks he, like the character. He embodied that role. He did such a good job with it. And uh, Jasmine uh, Scott, what's her name? Oh my God! Now Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott. I was Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine Naomi Scott. Jasmine Scott. <laughs> that was a, that was that's the guy Richie character in the yeah, gentleman. Yeah, yeah, Jasmine yeah. Scott. Jasmine you know? Scott. Is what they used to call uh, her. He just takes the character name and then the real name. They yeah. mix together. <laughs> mix it. <them> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jasmine's Naomi Scott. Yeah, uh, she What's was great Aladdin's in last name. Damn, we don't even know. Aladdin's last name is. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say something. There was a pause. I'm like, anymore. oh boy, where yeah, are we going? Was, where are we I'm going? not gonna say this anymore. Yeah, for the Patreon subscribers only. <laughs> that was the trailer for this week. Uh, sorry, what? that was the news for this week. <laughs> but now it is time for trailers. 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 The first trailer we got this week, the most anticipated trailer I think that we had for a long time, was uh, the French Dispatch. Yes. Bonjour. Would, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Was that a Gene Hackman movie? No, it's a French yeah. Connection. No, that French Connection, yeah. French, if such, like, if this movie does not win best set design, best costume design at next year's Academy Awards, you, they got problems. It's almost like it's, it's almost like a lock for it, right? It's such a lock. Like the the costumes and the set design for this trailer is fantastic. So and cinematography the, too, yeah. right? Like it's, it's, it looks so good. What this is? It's funny because with every new Wes Anderson movie, I'm like, damn, that was the most Wes Anderson ass looking movie ever. But I'm here for everyone. His first movie is the only movie that Bottle does, Rocket. Bottle Rocket is yeah. not a Wes Anderson yeah, film. Everything else one. after that is a Wes Anderson. He's just so even that scene <laughs> with the kid who's Wes Anderson. Wes Wes Anderson. Uh, Wes Anderson, born and raised. The scene where in the trailer where the kid starts crying and he's like, "No crying," it says it on the wall and it yeah. pans up and it's <laughs> it like, "No up? crying." Oh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's, it's so very good. very Wes Anderson. He has such a he has such a unique style of humor, and I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. And again, the cast is just stacked, stacked cast, stacked. and of course has our boy Timothy Chalamet in it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays two shells. Plays what I'm a him from now funny on. dude with <laughs> funny hair. Uh, the next trailer we had this week was Gangs of London. Mm-hmm. Man, I never saw a gangster cry so much. <laughs> this is the series coming from, uh, uh, what's his face? Gareth Evans? Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans, the director of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is like a gangster series coming out. Very cool. Uh, he, he directed this? or He, he directed, he's the creator. Oh, he directed an episode. Directed, yeah. There, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that's coming out. We got... Uh, I'm going to save actually this one for last. We have The Battle of Jangsari. Yeah. Starring Megan Fox. Yeah. Uh, Shay, break this trailer down for us. I wish I could. Uh, I also don't know, like, this trailer, I, it popped up in my feed. I don't know if it's brand new, but it, it's from, I think, uh, this year or just last year. And wow. It's a World it, War II epic. I, I mean, epic is a strong word. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, like, explosions, like, Japanese. Yeah, it's uh, maybe an American it's, a, soldiers. it's probably a story that maybe isn't as well told as it should be. But uh, I guess the battle of Jangsari was Jangsari was happening uh, in Japan or somewhere or who knows where it was happening, but it was happening somewhere. But yeah, Megan Fox is in this movie, and she's pretty she's, hot though. She looks hot. Oh well, yeah, but what the hell is she doing in this movie? She's it's just she's, so bizarre. Like everyone else is like well-known actors or not well-known. Sorry, I swear she. She only has one. She's the only English speaking role. She's the role. only English speaking role okay. that it's in the trailer. Everyone else is either Japanese or some form of Asian. And <laughs> she was she was the big American box office draw. She's like, she's part of the Transformers series. She must be a box office draw. Yeah, she's like all over the poster and the trailer, but she's only in the trailer for like five seconds. Yeah, but like they dame drop her so hard in it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I have no idea what this movie's about. But like, I guess kids. 
or like they're training and then they're lost on the battlefield. All I know is that I wasted my time with the trailer. Well, well, blame Daniel because he posted it in the feed. I mean, I mean, no, that's fine. I posted it. Jay posted. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of wasting time, though, um, let's talk about the next. The one. Iron Mask. This is a trailer. This is a movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie I Chan. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. So when I saw it, I'm like, is this like the Iron Mask with, with Leo? Leo? I thought it was the Man of the Iron Mask. And yeah, then I, I couldn't tell who was like the frame the still of the of the trailer and then when i played it it was arnold schwarzenegger and i'm like man what the, what the what is happening he plays like a french dude with a is he a french or a british I dude no or I, like a german he's just austrian man just i think austrian. he's supposed to be like an american or british i think soldier. he's supposed to be chinese actually yeah. um, jackie chan's in there a lot of like weird but you know fights. what it, it looks very much like these the movies that come from china um, a lot of them are stylized and shot the same way. The dragon looked ridiculous. It was uh, the dragon came out of nowhere. I was like, "Oh, this is okay." So We're far, going it down seems that like, route. Yeah, yeah it it seems like a normal like action film with like you know some like historian efforts to it. And then I don't know where it's like release the dragon. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> it's the worst looking dragon There's ever. A dragon. It looks like like a '90s CG looking dragon. It was fucking the the dragon from. Um, Never ending story. Oh, god. oh my god! What, uh, was the, what was the dragon's name? It, was that a dragon or it was a dog? Like a dog. Falco? It looked like a Falco? real. I don't know. So they they shot this movie Wait. a really long Wait. time ago. They shot this movie. I want to say in 2016 or 17. I'm not surprised. Um, 2017. So this movie was supposed to be released in August of 2018 in Russia, but the premiere was postponed till the 19th of September in 2019, while pending censor- censor- censorship approval in China. After the completion of the regu- the regulation of issues in the film, it premiered in China in August of 2019, with a release planned of this year um, in April 10th of 2020. So this movie was done for a really long time. They just needed a lot of approval for China, and like there's so many like weird audio issues in the trailer too. Mm-hmm. I think with them just trying to localize it for here. Mm-hmm. How much money do you think they were paid to make this? <sighs> too much. A lot of money. Too a lot. much. Uh, to answer your question, it is Falcor. That's the name Falcor. of the, the, the dragon from uh, Neverending Story. But there was like, in I know we talked about it in the chat. There was a weird reverb or echo. Yeah, there was an that echo were coming that was coming from their mouths. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. Like I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, I was so entertained by the trailer, though. I won't lie, I was very entertained by it because Ooh. anything that I thought would happen didn't happen, and something even crazier happened next. Like, I was like, oh, they're going to have a battle sequence here. No, actually, a dragon's going to come out instead. So this movie was originally titled, like, overseas. It's Here it's called The Iron Mask. Mm-hmm. But it's originally titled Journey Mask to Iron. China, Journey to China, 3D, Mystery of Iron Mask. Is this a sequel? Because was there they've any- had Journey to China before. Yeah, this is like, it's like a sequel it's like it's called like V I like V two Journey to China. So there's yeah. probably a because I because I've seen that's why I say this trailer looks very familiar because right. it looks like the same style that I've seen other movies from China come from. Very interesting movie. Was there an Iron Mask in this trailer? Yeah, yeah. The first guy he's wearing an Iron Mask. Oh, I must have yeah. missed that. And that was it. There like, was one part that I chuckled at in this trailer. Which was it? When uh, Arnold was like, "Oh, this that was Genghis Kong's helmet." He's like, nah, man. He's like, that's a something for. Was it like a pot? It was a pot, and I was yeah. like, ha. I did that sound. Mm. I was like, ha. Now there's, yeah. there's, I don't know. There's one. There's one thing that we 
that came out today that we didn't put in our in our thing. Trailer wise? Yeah, I guess it's a teaser. That's Stranger Things Four. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. did come out today. Yeah. Come out You're today. right. And that had an interesting. It's very much uh, an immediate spoiler for who, uh, anyone who hasn't watched season three yet. Okay, so no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm like, we're here to deliver the news. Yeah. So you're right. This trailer fault. starts off in Russia. Myself. It's not. It's not necessarily like a, a like a teaser trailer. It's more like a tone piece almost for like the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see like these Russians working on a railroad, like on this these tracks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we see big baddie, big <laughs> big daddy. Sorry, big daddy, big baldy now. Um, uh, uh, what's his, Hopper. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you're. you're I was, I was you're, trying. I was thinking his last name is Harper. Yes, I'm a David, David Harper as Hopper. Hopper. David Hopper with a shaved head, and he's all just there, like, I'm in Russia. You yeah. know, yeah, he, he, he actually, doesn't say he that. Doesn't but he, say that. That's he a, thinks it. That's a teaser, Daniel. I don't, I don't. How else would you call that? But I, you said a trailer. It's not really a trailer. Mm. I said you're teaser. both wrong. I think. I it's said like, teaser. It's a teaser, but I'd we still say, don't know when it's coming. I think it's a teaser. Is it Treaser? Yeah. All right. All I right, think right. the biggest thing is he's back because Which there was we a knew. huge we knew, speculation yeah. that he was. We didn't know. We didn't know if he signed another. No, we knew. He's like get get the American in yeah. that cell. I'm like, oh, who's that guy? There's, yeah, there's no way they're going to kill. He's like the most popular character yeah. almost in that. And series. they even said like get the American. He's in yeah. the next cell. Yeah, but it could have been any American. That's true. It could have been any American. Yeah. You're right. That's it's my fault. Yeah. You know, man. But if it was any <laughs> other American, we would have been like, who what cares? American, <laughs> what American would it have been, Anthony? If you had to pick an American from that show right now that that wasn't the safe, it would have been you know who wasn't that because the Paul portal Reiser. at the end was connected to Paul Russia Reiser, too. okay? Paul Reiser, Paul Reiser's character, the, the FBI agent, the doctor guy. Is he yeah. only the doctor? Yeah, more of that. Sorry, doctor. Yeah, the FBI doctor. The, it could have been him. See, yeah. doctor, doctor FBI. Do you guys think we'll get? Do you think this will premiere this year? Do you think Stranger Things will so. come out this year? I, yeah, I think so I because think so. it looks like they've they've done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't even know they started shooting, but I think they yeah, cause, were cause really quick. Millie Bobby Brown said they weren't shooting yet. Oh. I feel like these kids are getting older. Like yeah, you gotta, they you need gotta to shoot, hurry them, the you hell shoot up. these like, kids fast. Like I swear, like I saw some of them with like facial hair now. Yeah, a lot of them. Like, two of them are getting married. I think. Yeah. <laughs> really? No, but that facial. Millie Bobby hair. Brown's gonna get married to Drake. Um, I mean, it's yeah. You want to get him. You want to get him before like the drugs hit, right? So once before the drugs hit, before the drugs. Finn looks like he's getting close to the drugs. Oh, very. Finn Wolfhard, Canadian fellow Canadian. Fellow Canadian. Um, but he's one he's one of those guys that like I feel like until he's like in his twenties he's just gonna keep getting typecast as like eighties oh, yeah. teenager. He could play he you could know? play Jim uh Jim Sturgis from the doors. Yeah. Is it Jim Sturgis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He could play him. He's got like the hair and the face. Um No, Jim Sturgis is uh Yeah, what's the, the actor? doors? Jim, Jim, Morrison. Jim, Morrison. Jim Morrison. That's yeah. it. Okay. Jim Sturgis so, could also Why didn't you correct me then? You were just staring at me? Because I was just watching you. I'm like, yeah, what were the you though? Fuck are you guys talking <laughs> no, about? you are. You were looking at me like, yeah, I love Jim Sturgis. I love <laughs> Jim Sturgis. I love, I love this song. I mean, Jim Sturgis could I love play song Jim by Morrison. The doors. It smells like Jim Sturgis. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know any Jim Sturgis. Um, <laughs> 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 That's all the trailers we got for this week. Going to box office, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is racing to a $55 million debut. This is coming from Dave McNary of Variety. Sonic the Hedgehog is racing to a dominant $55 million opening at 3,150 North American locations during the four-day President's Weekend. So that's what this weekend's called in the States, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, and a launch that's above forecasts. Early SMS showed Friday. Universal's romantic drama, The Photograph, and Sony Bloomhouse's 
Fantasy Island, sorry, Shay, are both performing oh. in line with forecasts in the 12 to $14 million range. Uh, Searchlight's <clears throat> debut of Downhill with Will Ferrell and Juliette Louise Dreyfus is headed for expectations of around $7 million, while Warner Brothers' second weekend of Birds, and per- of Birds of Prey is looking to stay in second place with around $20 million, following its disappointing $33 million opening weekend. It should finish the holiday period with around $63 million in its first 11 days. Any surprises here? Uh, you know, after watching Sonic, I'm not surprised that it's going to do this well. It was really I, busy when we saw it. It was really busy. Again, I think we had estimated, what, 33 or 34? Yeah, and that's what it was... Uh, predicting yeah, as well, right? Pre- uh, they were predicting around between 30 and 40. Yeah, so for we'll see, I guess, at what happens on Sunday. Yeah. Or, I guess, Monday, Monday. in this case. Um, today, if you're listening to this. Oh, but if you're listening to this, yes, it's today. You're in the future. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it hits 55. It said, the Hollywood Reporter said it was 55. Yeah, I mean, we're what did Jim we Str- got the what did Jim quote from Variety though? though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I believe the Hollywood Reporter. Oh yeah, you I and they also had a, another headline said, "Shut up, Shay." Yeah, that's that, that's written by Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's got no news source. I think it's, that's from the Onion. Did you guys? Did you guys see my uh, Onion <laughs> Sonic? I drew a Sonic on the. Where'd oh, you wait. draw it? Let me hit done. I'm gonna hit done. <laughs> Where'd you draw? Anthony's drawing it's a Sonic on our out. document. We'll post it somewhere for you to see it. Or nowhere. Or nowhere. Oh, speaking of posting <laughs> things, we didn't talk about this with our uh, Batman. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about it, yeah. but then Anthony distracted us. And then us Anthony started something. talking. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, so that camera test that came out yesterday. S- yesterday, yeah. Uh, Shane and I, after watching Sonic, instead of doing anything else, work. really, uh, we decided let's make a parody of the Batman reveal. It was. It was also completely just spur of the moment. Spur of the moment. Like yeah, Daniel was, was like, Thanks, Daniel was like, man. yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel was like, hey, look, I got this Batman mask. I'm like, yo, wouldn't it be funny if we just filmed like the parody of it? And then I'm like, yo, let me let turn my lights red. Yeah. Let's do this. And, and then, then I grabbed his phone and we did it. And it was one take. Took like five seconds to do. Yeah, we edited it. We uploaded it. And then we tweeted it at uh, Michael Giacchino, the yep. composer of the movie. Matt Reeves. And Matt Reeves, the director. And Michael Giacchino liked it, and I was freaking out that he liked it. And then all of a sudden, he quote tweets it as well, saying, liking this a lot. And he put that in capitals. And now it has like 17,000 views on Twitter. Yeah. Sure. Crazy. 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 Yeah. So if yeah. you're listening to us from that video. Yeah. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Thanks for joining Thank us on the show Thank you for joining today. us. And if you've liked so far... Uh, do everything that we said in the beginning of the video. Yeah, stick around. Stick around. Um, stick around. Oh, I just I just saw son- his Sonic drawing. That's pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's, that's a good Sonic drawing. It reminds yeah. me of. He uh, looks depressed though. Have you what seen? Is that? Have is you that... seen the the meme of Sonic? Like S A N I C. It looks a lot like that. What is that around Sonic? Is that poop? <laughs> it's smoke. Oh, because <laughs> he's running so fast. Oh, uh, it looks like he's just that's that's turds. a Sonic meme. <laughs> I've seen that one. Yeah. Like like the Spurter Spurter Man yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's nice to see that Sonic's doing well at the theaters. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of competition coming up for the rest of February, so we'll see how it holds up. Uh, out this week in theaters, we have some new dates coming on too, though. We do have some new dates, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get those get that in a second. Yeah. Uh, out this week, Call of the Wilds, Anthony's most anticipated movie. I'm telling you, man, this is gonna win best dog, best dog, dog, best dog effects <laughs> Academy new award that's coming out next year uh we have emma and we have brahms the boy part two which i had no idea they were making a sequel to the boy you know you know this movie with that weird scary mannequin 
child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were making a sequel. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Not the trailer, but like I saw like a poster for this like a week ago, I think. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Very strange. Before we get into what we've been watching, a new date that was announced uh, for this week. So a new Marvel movie release date has been set by Sony for 2021. This is coming from Joshua Yell of IGN. Uh, Sony has scheduled a release date for a new Marvel movie, uh, October 8th, 2021. This information comes from Jeff Bach, run Twitter for Exhibitor Relations. So these are the people that run basically the box office and kind of the marketing and all that for it. Um, Sony has also been working on its own Marvel movies featuring Spider-Man characters without Marvel Studios helping to produce. This is the first, uh, the first movie was Venom, as we know, which came out in 2018, Morbius, which is coming out in July, and Venom 2, which is coming out on October 2nd of this year, which is crazy it's coming so stacked, soon. Stacked cast. Uh, <laughs> well, the first one had a quick turnaround as well. Yeah, but it's just yeah, it's coming soon. Like it's just really fast. Yeah. What do you um, think this? Uh, what do you guys think this is? Yeah. Mm. I think it's another S- Spider-Man. I think it's something Spider-Man related again. Um, I think they're gonna go the female route. So, like, there was that. There was that rumor that there was a Spider-Man woman movie in the oh, works. Spider-Man woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Alicia Vikander. Mm, there was that rumor could. coming around that this week. Yeah, Black Cat would be nice. Black Cat would be cool as well. Like a nice heist film. What? What other? Licenses do they own? Just Spider-Man characters. So yeah. it must be a Spider-Man story. Hmm. It's going to hmm. be a Aunt May movie, man. I'm telling you. Oh just gosh. oh, Madam Web. Madam Web. Just Madam Web is God. the worst. Oh, wow. but there was a rumor. We spoke about that last year, right? That they want to do a Madam Web movie. They, I swear that was on they, an episode of the was, podcast. That was last a year. rumor, I believe. Brought yeah. up. Yes. Like no one wants to watch a Madam Web. Uh, I know one person that would love to watch a Madam Web. Who? Movie. Brandon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. It's she. It's like, no, man. No, no. Who else? But who else could get their own movie? I don't because it'll be somebody who's not directly tied to the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. So it won't be like like any of those people. It, it, who it's else? Spider is it? Spider related. Spider related. I can see Black Cat. For Black sure. Cat is a huge one. Yeah. Um, Black Cat would be cool because they can they can mask it in different ways. Yeah. Film. They can make it like a genre movie. Yeah. Could you see it being like a Carnage movie? I could. Because Carnage is going to be in Venom too, right? I could see a Miles Morales. No, I can't. Spider-Man. I feel like Kevin Feige would would come down with a hammer. I don't hammer. think so anymore. Yeah. Now, now that like the world's like diversity and change, like remember when they had that whole like licensing agreement between Sony and Marvel, saying, you know, Miles Morales. Uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. No yeah. one else is Spider-Man. I think that's that's like kind of like out the books. But they he didn't say that specifically. The they didn't say that about he's being yes. Spider-Man. He was saying that Peter this. is our Spider-Man in this yes. world. Right. Right. He wasn't saying that Miles will never come. They I were just, just say, I just don't think they'd introduce Miles through Sony's. Way. No, they would introduce him. I think in the MCU because they already kind of alluded to him, right? Yeah. Do, the they, first do they own? Does Sony own? Miles Morales, Spider-Man. No, Sony only Sony has the the film rights to Spider-Man, which could be any Spider-Man character. But he's still like, like they could they could do whatever they want. But I can't see them doing a standalone Miles movie. Like I feel like that would be too much of a f you to the Marvel Studios. Yeah, that's like you know? gonna really you know taint the water. Yeah, but but who knows? But who knows? Who we'll knows? What we could speculate coming. here all day, but we shouldn't. What do you want to see though? Oh, okay. We are. What do you What do you want? Um, I, I, Black Cat. Honestly, I'd like to see a Black Cat. Like, I would. Because I think Black Cat's a really fun, uh, like, anti-hero. Yeah. Uh, very Catwoman-esque, as, as you can tell, obviously. Yeah. And we'll be getting Catwoman that here already, too. Yeah. Um, so, I think it'd be... Yeah, she'd be cool. Flea Shardy, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of had her with the... Um, 
Rogue One yeah. actress's name. Yep. You know it. I, I know, know it. it. Anthony knows it too. Is Felicity? Fel- uh, fin- Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. Yep. That's it. Uh, I thought she would have been wicked. When we I were, would, would want J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson movie? Just him doing a podcast with us? Yeah, because he does podcasts. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But uh, that would be cool where his uh, son is kidnapped. Oh, but then, like, but he's going to go. already coming out. <laughs> what? Like, do his son, the astronaut, is kidnapped? Yeah. Interesting. Or his wife's killed. Oh God! God. <laughs> Anyways, There's a lot of a lot of deaths next year in movies. Um, so that was the news and the new dates and everything for this week, guys. What have we been watching? Anthony, I'll start with you. Um, so I'm still watching The Outsider. Nice, enjoying it. Enjoying it. Last it's week's episode was pretty crazy. Very cool. Yeah. Very very cool. Um, now it's heading towards the the um, what's the what's the genre? The supernatural. Supernatural. Side. Yeah. Now it's going really supernatural. Yeah. Um. Watching the new Pope. Continue watching the new Pope. I'm rewatching Altered Carbon because the new season is coming out the 27th. Gotcha. I was going to ask you. So, I know Anthony Mackie stars in the new season. Yeah. But Joel Kinnaman is the star of the first season. Yes. How so, is this? Just like a? Is it like an anthology series type deal? Or no. So the character. Yeah. Is um, he's actually Japanese, and oh. in this you in this world. Your your subcon your conscious is stored on a disc, which oh. is right on the back of your neck. So if you get killed, you they can take that disc, put you into a new oh, body, almost like Ghost in the Shell type type of thing, right? So the original character is a Japanese character that is now blend that was moved into Joel Kin- Kinnaman's right. um, sleeve. They'll call it. Gotcha. And now. Now, Scarlett Johansson's not in this, right? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. she plays the Japanese guy. Gotcha. Um, and now Anthony Mackie's the new sleeve. Oh, very cool. So I'm not too sure what happened to. I, I don't remember the end of Altered Carbon, but if you're really into cyber cyberpunk, um, this is probably like the closest thing you'll get to like Blade Runner. Um, the gra- the like the CG is very very good for a TV series. It reminds you of like. Blade Runner 2049. That's it's, awesome. It has, and this is uh, this is coming from that was our alarm saying, "Oh my goodness, it's time to move on." I'm scared the uh, hell out of it. It was like the Oscars. <laughs> um, that was uh, it's directed from or created by what's his face who did Moon and oh Duncan Jones, Duncan Jones, David Bowie's son. Yeah, yeah, sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. He also did very Warcraft. Cool. Yeah, that's it. And uh, source code. it's it's a very interesting story. Yeah, um, but like just for the. The, the CG, it's fantastic. I've got to watch it. I've, I don't know I've been what, wanting to watch it. I don't know how much they spend on this show, but it looks like, oh, like lots Netflix and lots of money. Netflix is just throwing the money at them, man. So yeah, I'm watching that, and and I finished watching, or I started and finished watching Mythic Quest. Did you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it. Great yeah. show. It's a very good show. It was really good. I was surprised, because I thought I wasn't sure how it would um, interpret like a, a story that's that's based on video gamers, but I thought it was really endearing. It had great chemistry, great performances. It's great. Um, funny storylines. It was likable really, characters. Really, likable right? characters. Yeah. You'd really, really like Always Sunny, man. You have to you have to watch it next. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, you finished it as I well too, as well, right? Yeah. And you enjoyed the ending as well. Shay? Loved it. Yeah. Love yeah. I tied back as well. It was great. There's that one episode that didn't have any connection to the whole. Well, it did. If you think about it, it did. But uh, like it, it episode was, five, a dark white death. Yeah, yeah, it was the the closest to like a. That was one that we talked about in the last one. Where we said like when you watch that one, you'll like it really. Yeah. Said something. Yeah. It really that one hit so hard that episode. It's it really. 
really touching. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping we don't have to wait too long for season two because I I just really really loved what they did and yeah. uh, I almost wish that this show was given to us like one week at a time just because I didn't want to I don't want to I, I hate having to wait now. You it know? seems like a show that you can really like shoot out really quickly because it's such a closed off set. Yeah. Um, and Ubisoft was part of it, so a lot of the cutscenes were man, from Ubisoft games. Which keep, is so funny. They keep mentioning Montreal so many times. Oh, no, Montreal's so the bad guys. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so good. Uh, they had a Red Dead connection. Oh my too. god, that was pretty funny. Of Last of Us as well. Last of yeah, Us that's... and Assassin's Creed. Like the 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 fact that like when we were when we were talking about Red Dead on the show a few months back, and I'm like when I was talking about how there was a moment that literally made me cry in Red Dead. Yeah. Of course, it had to be that part. Yeah. Because like when it started, like I didn't think it was that part like right away until like i heard arthur morgan's voice start talking yeah and i'm like thank you girl and i was like no why are you showing this but it was so good yeah loved it's it. apple show. tv plus series please watch it if yeah. you can it's one of their better series on that platform yeah, you're doing well shay how about you uh yeah i also watched mythic quest um loved it uh harley quinn that was in the episode that came out phenomenal loved it as well uh mission impossible the brian de palma one just because I was really in the mood for a kind of like a slower espionage thriller type film. And I really loved the first Mission Impossible film. I have great memories of it. Um, what else we got here? And we, and we watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, we did. Yeah. Shall we talk about it? Let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, teed up for me. The movie? What's this movie about? So Sonic the Hedgehog is a movie about Sonic. He, you know, lives in the... Sonic world and then has to escape and eventually go around our different worlds and he ends up in Earth. So he's almost like an alien in a way. Right. Uh, in this situation, he loses his rings because he's kind of, you know, he basically, so it's a very interesting story. I'm going to get to it when I get my brain ready. Right. He causes a blackout, which gets him noticed by the United States government. Right. And now... He's trying to go on a run, but he loses his rings because one of his rings opens up and causes a portal into San Francisco. Yeah. And he drops all his rings into San Francisco. Right. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but Sonic is fast. He's really fast. He's very fast. He can go to he can go to San Francisco like this. Yeah. That was a snap. But for some reason, he instead goes on a road trip. With good buddy James Marsden <laughs> in a in a bit of a slow right uh, you know Toyota I believe Tundra I think they were yeah. in. Um, interesting choice for a plot overall though it's entertaining yeah it is I think it's I think they had a really good time making this and again when the first trailers came out and the internet just tore them apart you know I fell for the animators for that because obviously it's not easy but. My God, the design for the original Sonic is terrible. What were they thinking? When you see him in this movie, I'm like, he looks so good. And for yeah. the short time that they had to change all of this, I think they did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. I think huge look, the animators. They'll only look even better the next go around if mm. they if they're afforded that, which I hopefully they will. Um, a couple of weird things, yeah. The fact that the rings all make portals is interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's kind of like an interesting inter interpretation of them. Which you know, it's like okay, cool. That's that's a good you use. Know? So of they the don't rings. give. So when he goes like across a ring or like he touches a ring, it's, it's really a like it's like Doctor Strange. Like yeah, he'll throw a he'll, ring. Yeah, he'll say where he wants to go or think it, and it will basically be there. Right, and he can just walk through it. Yeah, because it wouldn't make sense. Like, what would be the purpose of a ring? 
No, you're movie. right. And that's the thing. Right, I, yeah. They, they found a good use for the ring. Um, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik is the best damn thing about this movie. It's the most Jim Carrey we've seen Jim Carrey in years. In I can't. I, I literally would have to look up the last time I felt this Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, but again, I think James Marsden and Sonic, they teamed up really well. Oh, his name is Tom in the movie, right? Tom Wachowski. Wachowski. Um, they had a good good dynamic together they were really funny together yeah it little things like they really hammered home that sonic was lonely he was always kind of he was he's basically been on earth for 10 years so you see baby sonic at the beginning he's been on earth for 10 years and he's just trying to find his place so he's they show him kind of always kind of in the background of like other people's lives trying watching tv with them learning about them just because they really hammer home how alone he is in the world so him wanting to go on a road trip yeah, it's it's not the greatest of setups because yes, he could get to San Francisco in a second, but I guess they wanted to make it seem like he wanted to be with somebody. Yeah, but again, it's it's not the strongest of plot devices there, right? Right, right. right. The, uh, it, it was tails just, in it. So there's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie. We right. don't want to spoil everything, obviously. Right. Okay, well, leave leave it to the fans. Um, but yeah. It, it's the we the easiest way I can say is it's it's entertaining. Yeah, it's fun. The Sonic sequences are a lot of fun. Anytime he's running at full speed in slow motion, yeah. they basically have like a Quicksilver type moment from yes X Men days um days past. Days past and Apocalypse where slows down time slows down time and he goes probably even ridiculously fast in this. Yeah. He, the thing the amount of things that he does in this time sequence really cool moment and then i guess obviously the final boss battle at the end is really cool as well um really cool visuals like i was like damn like there's some like r- a lot of one perfect shots in that yeah. last uh aspect of the movie uh but they definitely do tee up a sequel possibility yeah. there for are it. two mid credit sequence there are uh and i think of all the mid credit sequences i've seen in a very long time they were the best ones yeah it got th- they got me hyped they got i got me hyped yeah they got me hyped for for what's to come and interesting at the end of the day like i was expecting a lot of people were expecting this movie to be a dumpster fire yeah but to leave it actually being like you know what that was actually fun and i'd be there day one for the sequel yep. uh it's just cra- like there's definitely a lot of lulls in this mm-hmm. movie that's that's one of my biggest gripes plot points aside i think there's a lot of just times where just like okay we're we're, we're focusing too much on the human characters that you don't care about yes let's just let's just Go back to Jim Carrey. Let's go back to Sonic. We need to focus on them. And it's interesting because I guess you only want to ever see Jim Carrey and Sonic on the screen. No, like, no hate to James Marsden. I love James Marsden. I think yeah. he's really funny. Um, but him and his wife in the film didn't have much chemistry. And whenever it would start to focus on whatever their issues were, you lost me so much in this movie. Right. And probably some of the most blatant and in your face product placement oh, I've yeah. ever seen in a Just movie. the name drops were so awkward. Yeah, like so basically one of the plot points of this movie is James Marsden, he's tired of being like a a small town small cop. town cop in Green Hills, which is a Sonic level for a Sonic level. Green Hills uh Minnesota, not Minnesota. I think it is Minnesota. Is it Minnesota? It could be. And he's like, "Yeah, I want to I want to go be a big time cop." Montana maybe even. Montana, that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, in San Francisco, that's that's where you want to go to be a big time cop, okay? Not New York City. Yeah. Um, not a lot of crime in New York, you know. But there's it's just, not a lot of crime in New York. No. Yeah, they they slow down a they lot. They slow down. <laughs> they slow. You down. gotta go to like 
San Francisco's booming right now. Los Angeles, Comp- Compton, you know, Comp- Compton is Compton. Compton's actually Compton. not bad now. Compton isn't pretty good. It's man. gonna be it's gonna be the new Brooklyn man. It's gonna be like all upscale and rich mm. people. No, but I was gonna say like they're going to uh, they're looking at apartments in San Francisco, and the wife literally says, "Oh, honey, I found us an apartment to rent on Zillow." Yeah, it's like Zillow.com. And I'm yeah, like, on oh. Zillow. We're like, what the heck? And she like, looked at the camera and she was like, <laughs> she like, am wins. I right? What's what's Zillow? <laughs> it's it's like where it's like a real estate website. Yeah. Um, oh. Okay. And then they kept hammering home. Like, How the hell were they affording a house in San Francisco? It was like forty eight hundred bucks a month too. I was like, damn. Yeah, I don't know. Forty eight hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it was. Ex- this guy's a cop. <laughs> what? <laughs> but she's like a veterinarian. She's a veterinarian. Um, Still. And then like, five thousand a month. A lot of listen, man. The movie's about a freaking fast alien. Like, and then there's a lot no, of. Uh, there has to be some real. <laughs> connections here oh my god my 401k yeah and then there's a a lot of olive garden jokes in it as well too That's and they racist. literally say like because when you're there you're family i'm like yeah. whoa, whoa what the heck like, well, i always get the bottom <laughs> i guess they pasta. i guess like, they oh. had to like pay for that they had to pay for the bills they, yeah. they, 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 that rebuild of they, sonic they had to pay for that new animation 100 yeah, percent had to pay um, for the rebuild of sonic but again at the end of the day like plot silliness aside it was a lot of fun yeah at the end of the day it was one of those movies where i was like you know what i kind of had fun yeah that's good. You think Jim Carrey will show like a comeback? Yeah, for the next I, one? I can see him coming back. He he again. I haven't seen him have this much fun since Bruce Almighty. That was Easily, easily, Damn. yeah, yeah. He was he was loving this role, and I think he really wanted to do it because his daughter loves Sonic games. Yeah, uh, and it's been fun seeing him on the press star for this movie too. Because you yeah. just tell, you just tell he's, he's old Jim Carrey again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, do you watch anything else this week? I think that's it. That was it. Yeah. Uh, for myself, again, watching Outsider, watching Harley Quinn still. Um, Sonic was pretty much the only movie I watched this week, and then I was watching today as I was putting our doc together, uh, Tomb Raider. Nice. Let's see if candor. Yeah, and I just totally forgot that the sequel is coming out next March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's soon, and I'm glad that movie's getting a sequel because I think they could do a lot of. It, cool it needs stuff one. Yeah. Shall we get to our topic of the show? Yes. Topic of the show. So the topic of the show this week, we will be talking about video game movies, some of our favorite ones, some of the ones coming down the line, and also be pitching our own video game movies. So we will basically take a franchise, pitch who we want to see in it, who we'd want to see directed, and kind of all other aspects of the production of it. Very similar to what we did almost a year ago with pitching our own Batman movie. Uh, we got to come up with a name for this uh, this segment. I was thinking about uh, pitching it or pitching the plot or plot pitching or something else. I don't know. I thought you were going to say bitching. Yeah. But that's why I said like pitching. You, you, a, you a pitch. You a pitch. You, you know a what dirty I mean? pitch. <laughs> what you call it? Dirty Wait, pitch. Wait, what? Dirty, pi- dirty, dirty pitches? Dirty pitches. Dirty pitches. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. Ooh, I like that. Let's dirty, yeah. dirty pitches. We should all get matching shirts that say that. Dirty pitches. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Was, was, is the P something else? No, it's just the dirty pitches. Like it's like a play on the word uh, bitches. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. It's a piece of what p? Pitches. Yeah, it's pitches. Like you know, like pitch perfect. And then he erase your iPad right now. <laughs> I'm tired of your shenanigans today. So if we look at the Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a list of the 42 video game movies ranked from worst to best. Um, we're not going to go through all of them because that would take forever. But if we look at let's say the top three best rated. The number one movie. Are there any predictions before you guys Ooh, scroll there? Let me see. Before you get there, Shane. Oh, sorry. I, I, I didn't even know I was scrolling it. Before you, uh, before you get there, where do you think the best reviewed video game movie is right now on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Give us a clue. Like a. It's part. based on a video game. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So far, so good. Um, and there are. If I if I say this next one, you guys will know, or at least Shay will know. Well, just tell us. 
it reminds you of me. Oh, really? Yeah. Angry Birds? Yeah. Interesting. Angry Birds 2. Oh. oh. Well, yeah, actually, that one did get good reviews. Yeah. Sorry, I always forget that also a video Damn. game, too. Angry Birds. Mobile games. Mobile game, forget, right? You know? Um, Angry Birds, obviously, because of the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yes. number one. That's at 73% Whoa. on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. Good. Um, Interesting. Number two is Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. at 69%. And number three is Tomb Raider with uh, Alicia Vikander, mm. which is crazy. Sonic would be probably in the third spot right now because Sonic's in the round 65, 66%. So it's reviewing pretty okay. Right. Um, what are your guys' history with video game movies? Obviously, we all play video games here. We're all big video game fans. Um, do you have a favorite video game movie? I, I remember growing up watching um, the. Oh, I forgot what the name was. It's the one with Fred Savage. Oh, the Wizard. The Wizard. Yeah, that they basically was a promotion for Mario Brothers Three. Yes. Yeah. And they go and they go on this cross country journey with this kid who's some form of autism, but right. he could play like Super Mario like no other. Yeah. Kid. And they pulled out the glove. <laughs> the, the and power every glove, man. Fucking power yeah, glove came power out. Glove, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. This, this, this shit is amazing. <laughs> Dude, have you ever yeah. played with the power glove? No. Worst but was, way to play a video game ever. I wanted a power glove because 100%. it's like the name, power glove. Um, she calls it like the magic flute in the game. I was like, nah, that's a warp whistle. Relax, okay? And that kid fucking <laughs> destroys Super Mario. It's like, I'm going through all these levels. <laughs> he <laughs> knows all the shortcuts. I'm and like, it's like that what? game, nobody's played that game yet, but he knows yes. where everything is. <laughs> it was a good game. That was, was my wizard, first. Man? That was yeah. like really my first connection to uh, a video game movie. Second was probably um, Super Mario brothers oh, with uh, john lucasiamo and bob and hoskins bob hoskins and then mortal kombat yeah mm-hmm. mortal kombat i went, remember going to the theaters to watch mortal kombat um yeah the wizard is a big one it's crazy mario brothers 3 which obviously was featured prominently mm-hmm. in that movie just celebrated 30 years this uh this past week damn so it's kind of fitting that we're talking about it now yeah. uh, mario brothers is another one that i always remember growing up it being on like family channel or something what a weird acid trip of a movie that is. When you think of yeah. what Mario is now compared to like that terrifying, gritty, <laughs> sewer New York world that that was in. That literally, Yoshi, remember Yoshi? Oh my God, it's terrifying. Fucking... Wait, Bowser looks in that movie too. Like it's Dennis Hopper, nightmare inducing right? man. Yeah, Dennis know, the Hopper. Goombas were the actual oh worst. Though, let's be God. honest, they look like weird lizard things. Terrifying. Um. Yeah. How about with you, Shay? What are your, some of your favorite ones growing up? My first video game movie ever was I watched Mortal Kombat when I was five or six years old. Yeah. Uh, cool. And I watched it on VHS, and I had never been more scared in my life. <laughs> um, it, the movie was like a horror trip to me. Like It, it scared the hell out of me. Every time Scorpion um, had the scorpion oh, claw come out of his terrifying. hand. Well, I watched it recently, and I was like, oh, my God, that looks awful. But like, as the, the, the visual effects. But back then, I was like, oh, my God, it's yeah. going to come out of my hand. Um, but, like, Luke Kang and just, like, the, the score, the, oh like, the God, song. That, that song? Mortal Kombat! Yeah, like... Freaking Goro. Yeah. Johnny Cage scared the hell of me. Johnny Cage. Sub-Zero was my guy in that film. They're making another Mortal Kombat movie, are they not? Coming out soon? They are. So that was really my first and then honestly after that it was Pokemon the first movie I was gonna say Pokemon of course oh yeah yeah boy man I loved Pokemon the first movie I'm gonna go see it for all these birthday parties I went to go see that movie and I had it on VHS man I I went to go see that I went to go see that at the AMC near my house AMC was open then? Interchange 30 
Oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah. It was. I saw that. Yeah, I saw the. Do you, you guys have the uh, Pokemon card from Burger King? Yes. I, well, we I have Charizard. We oh fuck. We spoke about this. I feel a few months. Did ago. Remember, we did. I we, said with the Pokemon Ball that there was that ad that used to scare me because it like yes, but that was something else though. It was a golden Pokemon card that yeah, came inside of it. I, I, I had, had Tokapi. Yeah, Tokapi. I had a Poliwhirl. I had Charizard. Oh yeah, that's fucking good. You had a Charizard. Yeah. I well, got I got to pick though. That's why. Got Misty's. No, you didn't. Pokemon. I got to pick. Yeah, yeah. I I literally was. I caused a scene at this. Burger yeah. Game. So that's the thing. Like back in the day, I feel like McDonald's toys and Burger King toys, especially McDonald's, like. There was such a, a pandemonium behind them. And I, I in my basement, literally from being a kid in the 90s, like mm-hmm. I have boxes of them still because those are like so many of the toys you'd get. Like People were hardcore collectors for these things. And like you were lucky that you got to choose. I just got what they gave to me. Yeah, I got oh, what they gave to me. I, I also did have a Poliwhirl as well, um, and I gave it to my friend. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. If, if you want Poliwhirl, who wants Poliwhirl? If you're listening to this, Steve, I'm so sorry. Uh, that was on me. Um yeah, Pokemon, and then that was that's yeah. Tomb Raider was another big one for us. Uh, well, uh, yeah, late nineties, early two thousands, right? Oh, sorry, yes, the Angelina Jolie, the one. Angelina Jolie one. Yeah, which one were you watching? The Alicia Vikander one today. Uh, Alicia Vikander, I watched today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Angelina Jolie ones back from when we were growing Laura up. Croft Tomb Raider, you know, and the the ride at Canada's her, Wonderland as well too. Yeah, with her weird British accent. Very strange. Yeah. Um, Jared Butler was in the second one. Yeah, weird. He was he was a b- bad guy, right? Good or, guy. Like, good he guy. Was he was like, on her like her team, her, right? Yeah. yeah, he yeah. was a good guy. Yeah, I mean, video games have had a very weird history. I feel like for a long time, studios really didn't know how to adapt them or make them feel like right. movies. But then video games changed, right? Like they became more cinematic, exactly. they became more narrative based. Yeah, and when you look at what's it's hard to make a video game movie when it's already. A movie. movie. Right. And I think, I mean, Tom Holland was just talking about the Uncharted movie again, saying, like, you know, like, it's going to be an origin story for, for Nathan Drake, and I'm really excited to work with Mark Wahlberg as Sully. And it's just like, I feel like everything I've ever needed to get out of Uncharted, I've gotten from the games that Naughty Dog has given us. Mm-hmm. Naughty Dog being the developer of the Uncharted games and creators. Not like Naughty Dog, you know. No, not just the Naughty Dog, you know. But, like... Everything that I've needed to have from his story, like I already know how he became Nathan Drake. Yeah, like that was, that was an Uncharted Three. Uncharted Three. Like we've gone through this already. So now that games have become have such a focus on narrative storytelling, like these stories, I think work so much better in game form, right? So now that they're kind of being converted and short and pushed together into like a two hour experience, like you lose a lot of that. Right? Like, I think characters like. Super Mario or Sonic. Yeah. Those are great stories that you can tell on the screen. Maybe not live action, maybe in an animated format. Right. Um, but when you take, for instance, Last of Us, um, how do you make that a movie if it's already... A, a 20-hour game. It like and it's made... Yeah. It, it would, it's actually made more than that movie would probably make. For sh- Easily. Right? Easily. If you look at it, like it makes more money than a movie. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad um, the Mario Brothers, the Super Mario movie, is going to be fully animated. I'm glad that it's not a weird real-world mashup like Sonic is. Again, as much as I had fun with Sonic, I'd rather have a Mario movie that is to the style of Mario that I know and love. Right. And I'm glad that Miyamoto, who's a creative Mario, and Nintendo are very involved in it because Sony, not Sony, but Naughty Dog feels very removed from the Uncharted movie. They're just like, yeah, they're doing their own thing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? like, uh, Which kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth where it's like you want the creators of it to be involved really in it somehow, taste, right? Yeah. So, 
I thought the P- Detective Pikachu, like the chemistry of CG and live action worked really well. That worked really well. It really created that environment. Well, the Sonic and live action world just, I don't know, there's a weird, even though Sonic looks good, yeah. there's a disconnect. It's, you still, he still feels very animated where I feel the Pokemon worked, you you kind of forgot about it. Even though they yeah. did look CG, they had a real world element to them. And also Pokemon is humans and these creatures interacting. Yeah. So yeah. that works where Sonic, Sonic isn't in, that's why Sonic 06 is like, why is he with people? Like, it's so, it's so weird to see. It was it, like, like Pokemon worked also because we were in their world. Sonic is now in our world and he's in what Montana or Minnesota, wherever he was. Yeah. And it just felt weird because again, it was a very dry and boring scenery and location where we're used to, Sonic video games have such lush and beautiful backgrounds, and we see a glimpse of that in the beginning of the movie, and then when it's gone, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But you know what we missed out? What? Street Fighter. Street no, Fighter. we didn't. We, on purpose, though, I think. We did. No, man. Street Fighter. Jean-Claude was, uh, Van Damme? Really? Yeah, man. Which one? The, the new one with the Neil McDonough playing Bison, or... Like the old ones. No, the old one. With, okay. With John claude Van Damme. <laughs> this is the new one that came out with, like, that was called like, The Legend of Chun-Li. And it Wasn't it like, Kristen, Kristen Crook? Kirk? Yeah. yeah and it, no, I didn't um, see that one. We had Rampage no a couple years ago, too, with Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's based on an arcade game. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we had um, oh, Prince of Persia as well, too, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. I didn't yes. mind Prince of Persia. Yeah. I, like, it's not like, Sands oh, my God, I got to watch it again. Right. But weird choice, Disney. Yeah. Weird choice Disney for to do making that. it was kind of weird, but it also wasn't awful. Just Did they make weird. two or one? Just one. Is it on Disney Plus, actually? I think so. I want to check. Wow. I forgot about Prince of Persia. And Gemma Arden was in it, and I was like, she, yeah. she's not got a crush on her. Yeah, very interesting movie. Again, I love, I loved Prince of Persia as well, too, growing up. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, the game? The game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they kind of, ever since Ubisoft started doing Assassin's Creed, which I also love, they've stopped doing that series. They'll bring it back. I think they'll, they're movie, doing a VR game of it. Yeah. Yeah. A movie franchise that's, I'd say it's relatively big and uh, it, I guess it did well as well because they kept making so many was Resident Evil. So many. Yeah. So many Resident Evils. Yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson, you know, he's very much known for that creature horror kind of film yeah. style. So. And who's the star? Is it Mia? Mia Jovovich. Yeah. Isn't, aren't they married? Who? The director and her? I think they well, are. Well, that was Underworld. And Underworld. That was, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, I think of Underworld. Yeah. Um, and Michelle well, Rodriguez. Kate. Underworld's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. And uh, the director's Lee something. Yeah. He, they were married. They were married. They were married. They're, they're not, not, they're they're not, not married anymore. anymore. I always, always got Underworld and Resident Evil because they had such a... Very similar styles. Very, coming out at the same and time. Every two, and Blade. And Blade. Uh, Prince of Persia is on uh, yeah, Disney+. Yeah, Plus. Yeah. Um, before we get into pitching our own video game movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Video games that we'd want into movies. Is there a movie that you guys think would work better or work really well as a video game? I know you asked me this question. I was. Um... You gave me a weird look. You're yeah. Like, How dare I was, you? Like, hmm. I, um, Interesting. I threw it out to you guys earlier that I think Inception would be a really cool video game. Yeah. Where like you kind of just take like going into the different deeper levels of the mind and almost like a Hitman game. You're having to either get to a target or extract information and the deeper levels you go, the crazier things and physics get in it. I think that'd be a really cool video game as well. You also said Blade Runner, which is great. Oh, yeah. Blade Runner would be a cool game, too. Yeah, yeah. Just, just cyberpunk, pretty much. Yeah, any cyberpunk yeah. style. How about you, Shay? Anything that sticks out to you? Um, I think uh, Manchester by the Sea. 
would be Jesus a, a great narrative-based video game, kind of like a Firewatch. Yeah, like Crime uh, Simulator. Just a yeah. Crime Simulator. No, I'm trying to think. I mean, like I, I go back to like Mission Impossible. Yeah, you know, definitely. They, they'd be really fun games as well. But a lot of a lot of these movies, a lot of these movies got really shitty video game adaptations. Like that's the, the thing. A the lot Godfather games and Sopranos. Godfather, game. I had on Wii. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. Was it Godfather Two? I had the Godfather. The, the Godfather. The Godfather. The Godfather Two was not like, great. What, part, no. what game do you like? What do you who do you play in the? Godfather? So you play as like one you of like a the, the, one the, of the, the gangsters. Yeah, like literally like like one of like the, the men in, yeah, in the compound. It's, it's not. It's not like one from the movie. It's like a guy going yeah, into the join the game. But the movie is happening in the storyline. Yeah. So you're like rising up in the ranks. But I remember on the Wii because it was motion control. When you're beating somebody up, you would grab them with your Wii remote. <laughs> And he would hit them. Yeah. So my mom would come downstairs and just see me beating somebody. Beating your Wii. But I yeah. would Yeah, beating my Wii. Uh, <laughs> eight mile, just make it like a like a, <laughs> yeah. a rap Zombie Land would be cool, I think. It'd be like very left for dead style. It's exactly left I for think, dead. That's I exactly left for heat dead. Heat would be good. Heat? Oh, like Michael Mann's heat? Yeah, Michael yeah. Mann's heat. But that's actually GTA five. And then collateral. Yeah. GTA five really, literally it, takes heat. Have the, you played GTA five? Yeah, the giant heists and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, but like, there's the one with the garbage truck. They literally okay, well, copy d- heat. Okay, cool, man. So get okay. your fucking facts straight. <laughs> okay, I just said heat or collateral. Okay, I don't remember collateral being in GTA Six. Is basically six. Collateral. Collateral. collateral just be like you driving a taxi around and having to you like pick to... up this guy and oh, he... crazy taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fuck Anthony! Oh <laughs> I remember the Matrix had a had a fun video game, which was Enter the Matrix. Yep. And I remember on the GameCube, it was like on two discs. <laughs> yep. Um, that was a fun game because like the bullet time and the slow mo and that stuff was really cool to do in a video yeah. game. I mean, we we've been lucky too. Uh, at least the first Shadow of Mordor. Yes. Uh, within the world of Lord of the Rings, really, really cool. I haven't gotten a chance to play the second one, but no. But we have it though. We have it. Yeah. yeah. Sicario would be a good game. What about it would be good? Well, you 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 go and hunt cartel. Yeah, that'd be cool. I always kill Bill would be really cool as well. I am Sam. Yeah, Jesus man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with the awful suggestions. So if me. you uh, last year there was a leak again. I know we're not a video game podcast, but there was a leak for a Harry Potter uh, video game, and it looked dope. Oh, yeah. And then it's been pretty much scrubbed from the internet. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see a good I, Harry I Potter I used to love the Harry Potter video games. I, don't, I had Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone on PS1. I, I literally, I been I had it on the first and second when I played the hell out of on PC. And I literally bought them. I saw them at a, a used uh, game store and mm-hmm. I picked them up on GameCube and I was playing nice. them the other day. It's really fun. Uh, shall we get into our own video game pitches? Yeah, sure. Alright, who wants to open it up? Mm. You want me to start? Yeah, let's start with you, Anthony. Yeah, because I'm always the one who starts. Yeah, alphabetical. Alphabetical. So my video game pitch, and it, and it's already a movie in the sense if you were to play this game, it would be very cinematic and feel right. cinematic. But I, I feel like this could actually transi- transition into a movie. So just, just to clarify for the listeners, these are video game franchises that we would want to be seen turn into movies. Yes. Yeah, so just not... Th- Video games currently that we want to see as movies. So my pick was the Red Dead Redemption. Um, we'll say series, series or universe. So and specifically characters from Red Dead Redemption Two, which what? takes place before Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. So you'd want to see like the Dutch Vanderlyn Gang, Dutch Vanderlyn Gang, uh, Arthur Morgan. 
those guys. Do you have actors in mind for I any have of them? actors, I have directors, as cinematographers. Ooh, buddy, lay it on us. Uh, I just never had a chance to get writers, but... Uh, no, that's okay. Uh, director, for my director for Red Dead Redemption film is Alejandro Inoratu. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good choice. He'll He's known from doing uh, The Revenants. The Revenants. And Birdman. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one that he is well known for? Babel. 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 Uh, so ba- I picked Babel. him because of his yeah. grittiness. He has a gritty feel to his films, and it is taking place in an environment where it's cowboys, right? Yeah. Um, so I, wanna, I want him as my director. Uh, my cinematographers, I have more than one. You have two, eh? I have two. Who do you got? I, I want Roger Deakins. Of course. And Emmanuel Lubezki to team up to create the ultimate cinematographer. <laughs> you want Roger? Roger Deakins. No, but like, no, but like, what's their name together? I'm trying to think of like a couple name for them. Roger Manuel? No. What has Emmanuel done? Like, I'm, I'm blanking on the name right now. Emmanuel, uh, he's the uh, Children of Men. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, you know, gravi- uh, Gravity? Yep. Yeah. So oh, so, okay. He's that guy. Interesting. He's Alejandro... Uh, Quran, uh, Al- Alfonso Quran. Alfonso Quran. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. His uh, his uh, DP. Boy. Very cool. But imagine you had two of them. That'd be awesome. Why not? Um, who are your <laughs> actors? Who do you who do you see in this? Who do you think plays Arthur Morgan? Timothy oh, Chalamet. Timothy no. Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's dead in my movie. Oh, why is why he, he dead? He can play like Jack or something. No, he's dead. Oh, teach him the fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arthur Morgan is played by Brad Pitt. Interesting. Ooh, oh, interesting. I could see it. Because there, yeah. there are some oh, moments. The Morgan. There's yeah, some moments in Red Brad, Dead Two where you see some Brad Pitt in his eyes. And Dutch Vanderlyn. Yeah. Is played by Russell Crowe. Ooh. I could see it. It's like it reminds me of Three Ten to Yuma because yeah. he played the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Great movie. And um, John Morrison is played by Robert Pattinson. Oh, I like yeah. it. I and for like those it. of you who don't know what the Red Redemption, Red Dead Redemption um, storyline is, and or the synopsis. So, this is a small little synopsis. Amidst the decline of the Wild West at the turn of the 19th century, outlaw Arthur Morgan and his gang struggle to cope with loss of their way of life. That sounds like the most Oscar-ass movie ever. This wins... like True Grit, everything. At least five Academy Awards. (laughs) Best Adapted Screenplay. Writers? I'm going to pull up writers out of my ass right now. Okay. I got two. Who's who the writers? Coen Brothers. No, no, not going for this. Who did uh Oh my god, he's very popular. Did he also did Batman and Robin? Oh man. Okay, well, it's I'll not any of those. <laughs> um, I'm going with Quentin Tarantino. Okay, yeah. And Bong Joon Ho. <laughs> They're teaming up to create the most fucked up, but I mean, Wild West storyline ever made. It's funny you say that though, because when you play Red Dead Redemption, obviously Rockstar takes a lot of inspiration from movies because they're huge movie fans. Obviously, yeah. you look at it. There's a lot of moments of The Revenant in there. There's a lot of moments of Django in there. Yeah, um, a lot of the plantation scenes in that game it looks straight out of Django. So, like, I think that that's a team. That's a recipe for success there. Yeah, it was Akiva Goldsman. That's the one. My yeah. budget is five hundred mil. Jesus, My man! Goodness. But how is this? Is this... Me, I have two cinematographers, <laughs> and I have two, two amazing writers. writers. Is this? So, are you like, just picturing this as one movie, or do you see this doing a trilogy? We'll we'll, we'll wait for one. Okay, because one, but we make. one will stand alone, though. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I want to see this movie now, man. Damn it. Man. Damn it, Daniel. Go ahead. I'm still not ready yet. All right. So for my movie, the movie that I so I had a, I had a couple 
that were f- tossing around in my head, you know, like it it kills me that we had an Assassin's Creed movie and it just was not there. Um, so I won't do Assassin's because I think Assassin's Creed will work better as like a Netflix series or something. Now that Ubisoft is kind of on their game with Mythic Quests, hopefully they'll put together a big epic series for that. Um, the movie that I'd actually actually I'd love to see, uh, the sorry, the game I'd love to see adapted into a movie is the Metroid Prime series. Mm-hmm. So the Metroid Prime series is a Nintendo game franchise uh, starring Samus. So, so Samus is like in the almost like Iron Man looking suit. So Samus is a bounty hunter. Um, so what I would want to see, I'd, I have a couple people up there who I'd want to play her, but I think Anna Darmus would be mm. the one, one I'd want to play Samus. Because uh, I saw her, I saw a picture of her with blonde hair for the Marilyn Monroe movie. I'm like, damn, like she could she could be a really cool Samus. I remember being a she kid. She played Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, she played Marilyn Monroe. I remember oh, wow. being a kid and when I found out that Samus was like a girl, yeah, it blew my mind. It blew my mind because I you yeah. didn't realize because she was always in her suit. It blew my mind too. And then I was like, oh my god, there's that's 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 so cool. Like it was such a cool character. And then um, I, I I had a couple people in mind, but yeah, I was tossing around like uh, like Jennifer Lawrence, Charlize Theron, like Brie Larson. But I think Anna Darmus would be my choice to play her. Uh, director, I had Joden Vogt Roberts because he is a huge video game nerd and he loves the metroid prime series and i think you do such a awesome job telling that story mm-hmm. he's also working on uh, metal gear right now metal gear right now uh after the so the smash brothers have these amazing cinematic trailers that they do and after the reveal of uh ripley who is like uh oh sorry the ridley who is the um the big boss in the metroid games he's like damn he's like i just want to direct a movie of this and i'm like i would love to see that uh I have yeah, Jordan Roberts as my director. I have I was gonna put Roger Deakins, but I'm like, nah, I'm gonna put Larry Fong as my cinematographer. So he worked with Jordan Vogt Roberts on Kong Skull Island and he did Batman for Superman. He's an amazing cinematographer. And I thought of a composer as well too. And for my composer for my Metroid movie, Daft Punk. It that that makes, that makes sense. sense. Be cool, right? I didn't think of a composer for my So like 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 Samus is like a, she's a bounty hunter. She has like a crazy like traumatic childhood, like because she's from this like planet and like these space pirates who's the lead of them is really killed her parents. So basically, she becomes like a bounty hunter. So I could see like this movie like her just hunting down almost like Kill Bill style, like hunting down all these space pirates that are responsible for killing her parents and her family, and then Ridley being either saved for the sequel. Or being the final boss at the end, I just see such beautiful, like different planets that we're traveling to, and I think the suit would be so cool. You could do a lot of cool stuff with like how Iron Man's mask, how we see inside his helmet that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I could see them doing a lot of really cool stuff with this movie, just visually, and I think Joden Vogt Roberts would be the perfect person to bring it to screen with a Daft Punk score. Because yeah. why not? The one thing I remember about Metroid was it was a f- hard game to play, super hard. It basically created its own genre. Like even to this day, we have like that Metroidvania subgenre, which is basically like you start off in one area of a game, and then as you level up and power up, you kind of backtrack to the old areas that you've been through, but you have new power ups. So throughout the right. movie, she'd be kind of learning new skills and unlocking these new upgrades for her suit. And I think it would be so cool. And I just want to hear Daft Punk score a movie again because. Tron Legacy was a, a slapper of an album. What do you guys think? 
Good. No, that's actually a really cool. Like I, I can already kind of see it. Right. Um, fast pace. Uh, I, I'd love to see some moments of it going almost first person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be really I, like cool. I, when you said Daft Punk, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Anna Darmus would be perfect for it. Yeah, she's yeah. perfect in general. This it's very true. Yeah, yeah. Are there are there nude scenes? Are there nude scenes in my movie? Yeah. No, this is this would be a Nintendo movie. Yeah. So <laughs> it is a P- Nintendo film. Yeah, PG thirteen. But the we will see zero suit. Sandwich. We'll see zero suit sandwich, which is the blue suit with that like cool laser whip that she has. Yeah, yeah it would be some cool yeah. moments. Yeah. You got to. It's part of the character. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for going there, though, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> said most of our audience. <laughs> Shay, how My about you, ears. man? What are you, what are you, what are you looking at for video My, game mine's, movies? Mine's a little on the nose, and it's only because um, I've actually thought about it a lot. Sure. That's kind of why. Um, but I've, I'm more so than... The only thing I, I never actually thought about it was who was going to make it and what was going to be, but more so about the story, how I'd want it to be written, and that is The Last of Us. So we already, oh, already are getting a Last of Us movie. Sorry, when I say that, I mean with huge asterisk on it because who knows if it's actually going to come out. It's like, it is going to happen, but we is it going to happen? What's her name? Maze, uh, Maze Williams. Maze Williams was attached to it like years ago. Yeah. So the way... I look at it as I'm a big fan of the game. I've played it many times, and there's anytime I'm replaying the game, I always think, okay, in a film, would I have this moment in the movie still? And I right. and I always end up saying no. And I, the way I like the story to go is, you have all the four seasons, kind of like how you have in the in the game, right? But you really are spending just a short amount of time. And I imagine the movie would be around two and a half hours. Yeah, I think you need to to really sure. kind of get it, but. You'd cut out a lot of characters. Like I'd cut out Sam and his brother, which which is a hard choice to cut out from. Yeah, the, it's a big one from the movie. But as it, it doesn't push the story forward enough for me, so in yeah. terms of a movie, great great moment in the great, game. What an amazing moment! What a heavy moment because that's right before I think winter, right? Um, right before, yeah. And it's like, uh, are, you, are you okay? You choking I up? A little bit of a sneeze. And I, I <laughs> yeah, remembered you, winter. You were about yeah, to cry. You talked um, about Sam and his brother, and I just remembered it again. Yeah, that that'd be a moment that definitely uh, you'd miss it. But if you tell a well enough story, then you won't miss it. Yeah, um, who would want to play in, in the movie though? Yeah, it, it, a lot of it though. I want to thank Logan the movie. Yeah, of course, because it literally is like The Last of Us in a way. Um, I really want Heath Ledger to play uh, what he, Not, Heath Ledger. Oh God, sorry, Jesus man, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh bring, Jackman. Bring him back up. Wait till you hear who's directing this. I'm Stanley uh, Kubrick. <laughs> it's oh God, Heath Ledger. We are laughing at the wrong things. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, uh, you know, that happened 10 years ago. Is this That's going to be uh, James Dean uh, CGI again in this one as well, too? Exactly. <laughs> like, all CGI recreated. Dude, I was so... I was, oh, I'm whoa. like, you mean Hugh Jackman? No, uh, I don't actually. I meant Heath Ledger. Yeah. I want to see Heath Ledger digitally recreated. I don't think he's done enough movies. Who, Heath Ledger? Yeah. Yeah, but that's just the world we live in. Well, you know what? We live in a more we live in a CG world now. Yeah. I don't think he did. Anyways, I'd yeah, want I'd on. want Hugh Jackman to play Ellie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd want Who? Uh, you want <laughs> Hugh Jackman to play Heath Ledger? I want Hugh Jackman yeah. to play Heath Ledger playing Ellie. Playing Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> it's just and he's playing Timothy Chalamet's mustache in the French. Is dispatch. Ellie Is Ellie Timothy the Chalamet? No, so I'd oh. want Hugh Jackman to be playing Joel. <laughs> yeah, and for Ellie, I'd want Mackenzie Foy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I can think see that, that. I think that she. I mean, she did great in Interstellar. Yeah, uh, and I think that she can really bring this badassery to the character. Yeah, um, 
maybe she's a little bit older now, but I think she's, at a, she's probably at a good age for that character. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the nice thing with Ellie is that even though, even if she's a little bit older, you want somebody who could, like, really deliver her lines believably. Because, yeah. like, Ellie's, what, 13? Thir- like 14, 15, yeah, 14, yeah. 14, 15 in the first game. And you have Ashley Johnson, who voices her, who is not that age. No. But she brings, like, such a grit to her and, like, yeah. such an angst to her. Yeah. So you'd want somebody who could deliver that as well, yeah. too. So that's that's who I'd want. That's awesome. Um, in terms of director, I, I, I tossed it back and forth a lot, but I kept thinking about the movie Prisoners. And the tone that that film sets is very similar to Hyde Want, the Last of Us movie. Yeah. This dark grittiness. And I think Roger Deakins is a cinematographer and Denis, Denis as a director. Villeneuve. And Denis also has, he knows how to work with creatures as well because he did Arrival. Yeah. So I think he has a pretty good grasp of how to create tension and also how to tell a, a narrative story really really well and and, and condense it too so i, I, I like i'd like him and i'd like roger to be my dp he's right. after he's done with your film well yeah when is your movie coming out uh 2023 yeah mine's coming out 2023 so you can't have roger deakins wait 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 wait. So i okay. signed him yeah but but maybe they you have two dps though yeah yeah, so yeah, the yeah. Days no, that no, roger's work together but aren't you also shooting in the same location that i am no. Oh, then never mind. Did you consider anyone else for the role of Joel? Aside from Heath Ledger, obviously. Hugh <sighs> <laughs> Jackman was, was my first one a long, long time ago when I first played the game. I really wanted Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you could, yeah. You could see you that as well, You need someone who has like a ruggedness to them. Yeah. Like, you, think, you, you think Hugh like, Jackman is not rugged? Yeah, no, I, no, I can play him. Compared to Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I can think, I play him? Uh, no. No, because you, you stole Roger Deakins from me. <laughs> I'll lend you Roger Deakins if you let me... Joel. Yeah, but I, the problem is I feel like you suck. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, yeah. You Joel, know what? Roger Deakins says, fuck you. He's doing three movies back to back. They're all mine. Yeah. All yours, eh? I, I definitely think with Joel, you need someone who like is just pure... Like, like obviously, you see the humor in him in the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. but you need somebody who just shows that they are just not the person who they They're were just, anywhere. Yeah, and when I think of... When I, th- I think back to that scene in Prisoners of Hugh Jackman... Where's my daughter? Where he's like, where's my daughter? He's like holding Paul Dano. Yeah. And like, you just see like, no he nonsense. is not, he is not the man that he was. Yeah. And I think you need that for Joel. And, I think that'd and be that's really where a lot of like my inspiration came from. It was, it was thinking about Logan. It was thinking about the prisoners. Those two movies combine them together and you got the making of a last of us film. I think so. Uh, in terms of score, I'd want, you know, Gustavo Santolalo, I believe is his So the co- name. games composer, the game composer, yeah. because who better to do the score for the film than him? Um, was there any other video game franchise that you were thinking about yeah. in terms of... Uh, I, don't know that I, 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 didn't, I didn't think about it too much, but I mean, Assassin's Creed and Red Dead were honestly my, my next two that yeah. I had. Um, the most cinematic ones, obviously. most cinematic mm, ones, yeah. obviously. Um, I asked some people like around that I know, and someone gave me Hotline Miami. Interesting. And I was like, well, it's kind of like Drive, but much, 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 much faster. A lot more drugs, yeah. And uh, they were saying, no, no, I'd want Hotline Miami. This is a, a friend of the show named Matt. Um, they wanted Mahanlai Miami in the same world, but focusing on not the main character, but one of the other side characters. Would you want like top down movies of all too? But yeah, that that I don't know. But in terms of like adapting, I'm like, yeah, Hotline Miami could be cool and fun, but yeah, interesting. Like I I'm really down for a Metal Gear movie. Yeah, but like I, I know there is in development, so yeah. and I, I think th- that would be a great story to tell yeah. on the screen and i don't think there's a better director to bring that to screen than joe vote robert so i'm glad that he's part of it he's boys with kojima and he loves the series to death so 
Um, I'm, I just hope we see more, like uh, watching the promotional tour for Sonic and seeing uh, Ben Schwartz so excited because he is such a video game fan. Um, like kind of doing all like the gaming outlets and talking to them and stuff about it. Like I love seeing people who are passionate about the source material, not just, oh, this is a story, let me adapt it, but people who actually like grew up loving it, which is, it's, it's always nice to see that. So yeah, I'd love yeah. to see somebody treat it the way that they'd want to see it be treated, right? Which is really why I wanted uh, Dan Trachenberg to stay on for Uncharted Uncharted because he's a video game fan. Like he, he made an Uncharted short film, did he not? Did he direct that one with uh I'll take a look. Yeah. But he yeah, he's a he's a big fan of that kind of stuff, right? So Yeah. Uh two men. So we don't have a director yet for Uncharted still. Like the directors keep dropping out, correct? I believe so. It's such a strange like it must have some bad omen. It definitely does. You know, like to have so many directors just drop out of a of a video game movie that seems really easy to make. And so the, he and made a, he made a Portal movie, I apologize. But Portal. Yeah, because I mean, like when you look at Uncharted, like Nathan Fillion obviously would have been like, the he one. he did the the fan movie that they did, which was such a if you look for it on YouTube, it's such a such a fun movie that they did. Um, yeah, I mean, video game their video game movies are hard to adapt. It seems to me that like making them in animated forms are the, I guess the most direct way of doing it. But hopefully, we've seen Sonic pretty much make a at least a solid second base hit for a movie so hopefully I, we'll see it continue down the road for i movies. i think like cartoon styled video games yeah. make great animation right mm. like right. i would i would love to see like a fully done like legend by like Z- studio ghibli legend of zelda yeah like legend of zelda will not be a great live action no there like, was I that, can't picture it. <laughs> I remember oh your, that IGN April Fools joke that yeah. millions of people watched yeah um it didn't convince me, but I saw it. I'm like, damn! I would love to see Legend of Zelda oh, yeah, game it one didn't day. Convince me. I'm like, this looks rough. Yeah, but like, I would love to see a fully like Studio Ghibli or this some like anime studio do a, a legit Legend of Zelda series. Would be amazing. The same, maybe the people do the Castlevania series on uh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah you, like know? you you have to utilize those those areas, those animation yeah, areas. Yeah, th- those beautiful. Well, art God styles, of War right? could be definitely a live action. Yeah. A hundred percent. God of like... War was one that I thought about too, but it's very similar to Last of Us. So. Right. And I think the way God of War now too is so much more cinematic than mm-hmm. than it would used to be. So yeah. there's, we could talk about, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about video game movies again at some point this year. There's probably more coming out that oh, yeah. we haven't even thought about. Um, this is the movie podcast. You can catch us in a brand new episode every single week. We come out on Monday mornings. Uh, I'm Daniel. I'm here with Shay and Anthony. If you want to write in and be part of the show, you could do so at thistimewith.com slash talk, and you could send us your comments, suggestions, reviews, and corrections if you got any. We challenge you to bring them to us. I dare you. We dare you. We dare you. I, I just want someone you. to like send a question. I'm going to like just make mistakes and see if our audience <laughs> so wait for people we'll just get sloppier and sloppier every week until somebody writes yeah, so yes like this movie is directed by uh steven spielberg are you sure man it was sonic <laughs> yeah he was. wasn't involved in this he directed yeah it. prove me wrong <laughs> yeah i dare you <laughs> thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week with a brand new episode that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next